Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. I had a 2002 in 2002. It was my first car. So my, my first car was almost a 72 TII. Me and my dad oh. went and looked at it. It had been taken down to like a tub and it had been partially reassembled and everything else was in boxes. Whoa. My mom said no. Yeah, Apparently, my dad had two of them when he was stationed in Germany, and like one of them had like box flares on it, and like a roll cage, and a fire extinguisher, and the fire extinguisher like scared the shit out of my mom. So she <laughs> She's would never like, "Why do car. you need yeah. this?" <laughs> so what my dad used to do, he used to buy like cars off of GIs when they were getting shipped back to the states. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like he would just like buy them and like hold on to them when they really needed the cash because they were leaving. Yeah, and then take the time and like sell them and just like. Kind Dude, of, speaking yeah, of, I kind of, of want a fire extinguisher in my car with carburetors. You never know. You probably should. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Like, I checked Not the other day. Idea. I was, like, just, I was cruising in the city, and, like, you know, the car, it runs a little rich just at partial throttle, like, at slow speeds. And um, I smelled it. It was, like, shit, it was kind of extra smelly. And I looked under there, and the fucking carburetor, one carburetor was dripping fuel out of the trumpet <laughs> onto the alternator. Or not the alternator. Oh, I'm sorry, the starter. And I'm like, did that probably cool. gets hot? And there's like wires there, and probably not good. Yeah, yeah fire extinguisher is a good idea. Yeah, it's cheap. Though. It's no one of those deal. things that like Insurance. nothing else will really work in that circumstance except yeah. for the fire extinguisher. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess you could like try and pee on it, but it's not. Really nah, it's probably gonna happen. Yeah, but I mean, it also looks cool. It's kind of racerish, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Super racerish. <laughs> I'm sure Art will be researching the coolest looking. Fire you should, yeah, you should see if you can find a period correct one and get it recharged. That would be interesting. Yeah, everything period correct. Like faded labels. Yeah, there yep. you go. Get a couple yeah. toe hooks on the outside. Dude, I was just about to mention the toe hooks. <laughs> period toe hooks. They have to be period correct. Yep, of course. So it'd be like super thin. They probably are like one time use kind of a thing. So Warren just Warren and Brian have both driven your car now. Oh yeah. I, I'm yeah. curious to hear their impressions. Yeah, very different circum and like uh, not circumstances, but uh, driving environments. Yeah, I don't feel like I got the full full experience, but I, I'm definitely enjoyed it it's nice just a cool car i was asking art too uh as far as attention grabbing oh yeah and number one car you've ever owned yeah so i had i remember someone had asked us actually like a couple months ago like what is the car that you've owned that has gotten the most attention or like the most like thumbs up and i said my e30 m3 this was you know two months ago this car has already superseded that. Like, it's insane. I've only driven it on the road for maybe a total of three weeks because uh, I owned it for maybe a couple and then I went into a shop and I've gotten it back for, you know, whatever. And uh, it's nuts. Like, and it's all different types of people, right? It's just the color. It's a cool car. Yeah, you know, say, like, do you think the color is what attracts people like first? Definitely helps. Definitely helps. Yeah. And it's just like all different generations, uh, you know, non-car people. Dude, when I when I drove it down Glen Canyon, we stopped like Oh yeah. Park, and there's uh just two other cars, you know, randomly at uh, around midnight on a weeknight. Yeah, they were <laughs> so at a, we we drove into so a parking lot in, yep. uh, to switch back uh, and uh, they're full stoners just totally. like, drive by super <laughs> still like 
Rad 2002, man. No, he didn't say rad. Remember what he said? Well, well the first car said rad. The first car said rad, and they bailed. The second car, the driver stopped. They all, they all gave us a thumbs up, but oh, the driver wet. said that car's fucking wet, man. <laughs> and, and I'm like, whoa. And I well, maybe maybe he saw the leaking fuel. Before he probably he saw the leaking fuel, and like <laughs> he was uh, holding his nose. Totally. Like I kind of like it, it took me a second to process it. I'm like, all right, uh, uh, thanks, dude. You know, like I guess that's a compliment. But I mean, that's a weird one, wet, because you no, want to we go both look. Kind of excited to learn this new lingo that. They learn this new lingo, dude. So, like, yeah. then does it morph? Like, the next thing is like, dude, that car's so moist. Dude, nah, it's gonna be dry, bro. Super dry. <laughs> that thing's super dry. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you got to drive it on just cruising, kind of puttering along. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, as as we had discussed before, I mean, any 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 uh, creaks, rattles? No, super tight or, car. Uh, brakes are a little, you know, analog. So, <laughs> yeah, that pedal is kind of funny. Right? Yeah, that's that's exactly Sticking it. Way up. All you Super too. Long throw. Clutch too. Clutch pedal's a little weird. Just the the actuation. But They're like floor mounted. Floor, yeah, sure. floor yeah. mounted for sure. But it has like a big spring and then nothing. Mm-hmm. Is it a cable so, clutch? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but plenty of power and twenty one hundred pounds. Yeah, twenty one hundred pounds. Hard to argue with. That's a great little package. Yeah, and you know and. I'm pretty sure, and I mean, Brian can probably speak to this a little bit. Um, the car really likes to rev, and it feels like it makes way more power up top, you know, like from 3,500 to redline. And the car is currently, it has an MSD ignition system that you can actually set the, the fuel cutoff. Uh, it is not very correct. <laughs> uh, but it's a mechanical advance, bro. That That's kind of racer-ish, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, no, but you can set the uh, the fuel cutoff or the redline, um, the, yeah, the fuel cutoff, right? Not the fuel cutoff. No, what do you call ignition. it? What's the it's word smart. I'm looking for? Red line, uh, cut off, rev limiter. Yeah. So it has a rev limiter and you can set it yourself. And, uh, it's currently set at the, at the original red line, which is 6,500 RPM. And I'm pretty sure it's too low. Like you can feel the motor wanting to build more power because it's totally built. I mean, it has like uprated, uh, valve springs. Yeah, you compression. Can probably go to, you can probably go to like 10.5 or something. 10.5. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you need a Seattle speedometer, uh, rebuild. I definitely need that. I need a, I, I want to do all that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I want to bump it to seven and see what happens, see how it feels. Because I was I was reading about like you know builds like this, and like a lot of people say peak power at like sixty eight fifty or somewhere around there. And so I can tell. I mean, it's really obvious that the motor's still building power, and then you just fucking hit the red line, just or the red limiter until you feel the valves float, and that's where you know. Okay. Yeah, you just feel it through the pedal. Yeah, you're like so good at it. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you drove it around like some twisties and got to throw it around a little bit. Yeah, it's a solid little car. Like, you know, it it doesn't. It is a rever. You want to keep it high in the range, um, and you feel that it kind of stumbles a little bit if you're if you're down in the rev range. But on the back road, you know, just cooking, it feels great. It sounds great. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of meaty power up there, and uh, it's a good little package. I mean, it's. You know, those cars, you know, it's the whole close the door thing and it feels super solid and the motor feels solid and, um, uh, you know, it's nice to have new rubber on there. But like I said, it, it, it feels like it's something like, yeah, it would take a little bit of getting used to. Um, I can directly contrast it with Theo's car that I borrowed and he's got stiffer suspension and the wider modern tires. Yeah. Um, and yours felt totally different in the turns. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, super good. And yeah, it, it was easy to, you know, easy to drive where, you know, it's like predictable, um, and just 
seemed like you could have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it's, I, I don't it's, picture you like you know getting the ass end out a lot, but maybe that's just because I'm not used to it enough. You know, just an initial drive. It's but. very very easy, and as you said, it's like still very it's like very communicative, right? It's yeah. it's a really simple little little car. It's very lightweight, and right. you feel everything the car is doing at all times, and um, it's like as analog as it gets, really. And uh, one thing that I found very interesting is that, like, driving it really hot, like today on the way down I did, and I took it down some twisty roads, and some of it was a little damp, and you can definitely tell that, like, it's it's that early semi-trailing rear uh, suspension where... It you definitely do not want to lift. Like you know, if if you start if you if you screw up and you lift mid corner, immediately the car wants to ra- like rotate around itself. Whoa. Like it's uh that's yeah, weird. it's old school. Yeah, it's it that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's almost like early nine eleven feeling kind of in a sense. And you definitely want to stay in it and like just you set it, you just drive it that way. You know, you set yourself up for it. But like there were a couple damn spots where I was like, oh maybe a little. I gotta slow down a little bit. And like I I, I attempted to like break a little bit. Pull and lift. Man. And the rear immediately, you could feel it, you know, it just wants to, and you get back on it and it's fine. Like it's, you could feel the suspension kind of like as it, you know, as the weight transfers forward, it wants to like, you know, it toes out or it toes in actually. And then does some weirdness and then you get back on the throttle and it straightens out and like, you're cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, um, it was really slow when we, when you bought it. It was insanely slow when I bought it. Dude, the pedals are weird to get used to and that gives it a super old school vibe where you, know, you, have like, you have to like stomp up and down like move your knees yeah you pick up you have to pick up pick your up whole your foot yeah. so you can't just like roll you can't just keep your heel on the yeah, ground that's right. there, yeah. yeah that's why the clutch pedal was a surprise you know because you're yeah. you're used to just leaving your heel and kind of rolling yeah. on it and, uh, it's like an how, old 911 yeah it's the same how are yeah. the brakes and like the gas because that's one thing I've never really liked mm. about German cars is like the brake pedal placement compared to the gas pedal placement. it's really good like for, it? it's super easy you don't can't, you don't do like a heel toe you do more like a side kind of you use the side of your foot for yeah. the throttle yeah but it's really easy okay. um the only thing with the brake pedal oh, itself is that really true I, it was super easy like for me it, differently, it was like super reality. easy for me yeah um, I, mean, I mean, as it, long as you're okay with like moving your legs and like to to make everything work with the yeah, I guess. I mean, I had a nine nine three for a couple of years, so I guess I got used to the floor hinge thing. Like, I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Like that's okay, what yeah, like that's... Porsches and BMWs have always kind of like thrown me off because mm. of the floor the hinge. Floor hinge is a weird pedal. thing yeah. to get used to. If you're yeah. used to it, when your threshold breaking or like you're braking really hard, it's fine. Because yeah, you're pushing. You're there. Down yeah, close. So yeah, and the one thing is also the way that you drive it, like the way that you're describing, like, it's not like a traditional setup where you have your heels down and you're using the the top of your foot to. You, you you actually have your heels up and you use the ball of your foot to actually get on the on the brakes and and so like when you're on the brakes you're using the ball of your foot to st- stomp on it and then you just roll your foot over to, mm-hmm. to 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 blip it right versus like you know being down low and then like hitting it with your heel so it's just yeah it's totally something you have to get used to um I actually believe it or not since both of you guys drove it Warren already experienced this today I lowered the engagement of the clutch um, of where it grabs the clutch pickup was way higher before so. Like it was actually engaging almost at the top of the travel. And that was something that when I picked up the car, they told me at the shop, like, you know, this thing needs to be adjusted because they replaced the clutch like uh, right when they did the motor rebuild. So it's about six to seven thousand miles old and they didn't re- they didn't adjust the pedal. So the grab was way at the top. It was super weird. I, I do remember that. Now. Yeah. Like, so I, I put it down like in the middle now. So but as as, as Warren says, says, yeah, you still have like. You, the pedal has like, like some dead no space. resistance. Yeah, it's like dead space. It goes to the ground and then it catches. Yeah, it's like a weird, it's old school, dude. It's simple. Welcome and, to Driving While Awesome. We never did that. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Art. I'm Lane. And I'm Austin. 
Welcome, Austin. How the hell are you? Doing great, man. Ass right is on. a little sore, but other than that, everything is... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry today. about that, dude. Rough. He's stern, stern, but fair. But fair. Um, I'm just glad he didn't use the big belt this time. Yeah. Austin, <laughs> plug yourself real quick. Introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. uh, my name is Austin Cabot, um, chief instructor for Grid Life, co-host of Slip Angle Podcast, uh, editor of TrackTeam.com. Event director for Speed Ventures ah. and uh, adventurer and enjoyer of life, I guess. <laughs> enjoyer of life. Owner, owner of ambulance. That's uh, right. Yeah. So um, for now. That's a lot of stuff going on. I like it. Uh, what did you drive here today? Uh, I rode here. So ah. this is like riding while awesome, not driving while awesome. Yeah, so you're a roadie. Yes, I am a roadie. <laughs> so uh, it is a 2014 Triumph Street Triple R. So 675, little sink, like triple um, cylinder. Luggage galore. Yeah, it's all like Kriega soft luggage. It's all waterproof with nice. like a, a repping repin San Francisco mission workshop, like messenger bag, bicycle uh, messenger okay. bag on the back Yeah, with all my computer gear. And, and how many recording. miles did you ride to get here? Um, I took the long way here yeah. from LA. Uh, it was about 8,000 miles. Yep. So a little <laughs> over 8,000 miles. So I got a little lost, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no highways or no like major highways. Um, on the way here or on the way out, um, like beginning the trip, I took interstates. But once I left Jacksonville, Florida, uh, on last Monday, I did not take a single interstate. Whoa, that's amazing. So yeah, not even not even for a little bit. Good timing on leaving Florida, huh? No yeah, kidding. very good that's timing. Crazy, and what dude. sucked was like I was in Florida for a week, and every day I woke up, I was like, should I ride to the Keys today? I'm like, go Whoa. check it out. And now I'm kind of regretting it. I I really was wish that I would have right. because it is now totally completely different. different. Yeah. So very mm. true. But um, well, you made it one piece. That's amazing. This is not your first time on the Driving Wallace awesome podcast. No, I think uh, I've been on a couple times actually. We did that like we did a mashup. Yeah. Well, we did one back like yeah. almost two years ago. Lane yeah. and I were yeah. talking yeah. almost <clears throat> almost two years now. Yes. And then I think at SEMA. Yeah, we a did SEMA oh, hallway show. Audience. And then no, did no, you no, do no. the you came up on top Oh yeah, and you did the did GoPro one, one. one last year too. And we did the GoPro. I didn't do the GoPro one. Oh, oh you yeah. didn't. They we did the hallway one. That's right. Yeah, we did the hallway one. Many, yeah. The hallway one. Yeah. And then we did the one last year in my hotel room. Yeah, with Jason. Yeah, you did. Got yeah. a bunch of candy. How sore was your ass then? <laughs> yeah. Not as sore as it is now. <laughs> so that was Jason, not Lane. So, so. I, I don't know anything about motorcycles. Um, they they have two wheels. Two wheels. I've heard about that. Um. So you said three cylinder. Is it like longitudinal or is it horizontal? Yeah, they're all they're all like in a straight line. In line. So yep. like in line with you, like you're sitting and it's no. like no, they go across. across. So across. it's like horizontally opposed or not opposed. Yeah, for but, that uh, motor. Yeah, I mean okay. you could really have it like any which way. There's like V fours and stuff. Like Wait, but you're talking we're talking threes though. Yeah. We're so your threes. your motorcycle has three cylinders. No, it has like, two cylinders on one side, one on the other. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's a V. There's one in the front tire and two in the back. Tire. <laughs> oh what shit! What kind of dish is the motorcycle? Yeah. What's it served on? Is it like yeah. a paella thing or like <laughs> okay, crock cool. pot or what are you using? I don't know. That thing's water cooled, right? Yes, thank God. God yeah. Man, yeah. So yeah, and it, it really it's been knock on wood. I'm almost home now. Uh, I have not had a single mechanical issue. Is it a brand new bike? I didn't know. This. No, I bought it used with like six thousand miles on okay. it. Okay, but pretty so, new. Yeah, yeah, it was three years old. Cool so man. It's, well, been, thanks it's for, been fun. Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, no thanks problem. For joining us. Yeah, of course. That was always good to see you guys, trip, right? Like you were just coming to the podcast. Yeah, I was like, oh, I have to, I, I have to go do some interesting stuff first, right? Yeah. To talk about and then be able to come in Sunday talk about edition. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs>
<laughs> he knows. Well, yeah, it's nice to be back myself, I will say. Where were you, yeah. Warren? I was in Europe, uh-huh. Western Europe. Just a bunch of European countries? Uh, Belgium, Germany, uh-huh. Czech, back to Germany. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you good. kept it pretty local. Yeah, yeah. Did you check in and check? No, <laughs> never did. I don't do that. Man, <laughs> terrible. Missed a major opportunity. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I wouldn't say I'm missing it, Bob. What? <laughs> a little uh, check, please. Yes, I did that. Okay. It was more the international symbol of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just waving it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> which which raised eyebrows. Yeah. Which totally works. <laughs> now, one thing that's <laughs> annoying about that. Hey, uh, no side conversations. Not, not Sorry, I mean, I'll just throw this in there. This will be part of the podcast. I just, I just clicked the home button on my phone. It came up, and it was on our Instagram. Yeah, Warren is telling a story here. He is telling a story, but uh, someone posted a picture of my old 1984 uh, Mark, or 83 GTI. He doesn't even know a year he had. It's been too long. That is my car. Those are the same wheels that I had on it, and that's my license plate. Silver. Jeff at Hard Tuned posted it. Front plate on it. I don't know, uh, but that is my old car. Cool it's like kind of random. So, anyways, yeah, sorry. So, Warren was in Europe. You looks like you saw a bunch of cool cars. You went to a couple museums. You'd think, really? We still have it very good here, boys. Yeah, this is kind of the mecca because uh, old stuff doesn't really survive there. Not really. I mean, you can seek it out, but on day to day street driving, seeing stuff, uh, it just doesn't compare to California. And the same stuff that would attract your your eye here attracts your eye over there. Even though you're hoping to see the forbidden fruit and the, the stuff that we don't get or didn't didn't get, but uh, you still see an E30 and you're like, oh, it's an E30, like cool, or 240 Volvo wagon, like oh rad, that's that's cool. And uh, it's interesting how even the stuff like I was taking pictures of things that I would have seen here, you know, and it doesn't really compare, uh-huh. like. Should be looking. There's some different stuff though, like a Citroen and yeah, oh yeah. There's tons of different stuff. Um, What I was going to say too is the the van life and uh, camper life, and that whole scene is huge. Now you're speaking my language, man, dude. There are so many people doing the camper van thing there. It's crazy, and not just old stuff, but new caravans, like like full time living or like vacationing Vacationing. for multiple months. Because isn't that the whole thing on Top Gear? They hate the caravans and the trailers. Yeah, Yeah. that's yeah. yeah. The Dutch are renowned for that. A lot of trailers too, though, and and surprisingly, so there's zero pickup trucks. They're all being towed by little sedans and wagons. wagons, Yeah, yeah. diesel. Diesels. That's the thing, like the TDIs that we had. Mm -hmm. I think in Europe they were rated to tow like forty five hundred pounds or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but over here, it's like 3,000 or something. No, it's 2,000. Oh, is that low? The DSG actually oh. wasn't rated to tow at all. Oh, wow. So, huh. but I, I heard in Europe, though, that to tow over like X amount of weight on a trailer, you have to have a special like uh, certification on your license. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that might be the difference. Yeah. On, so that like was, why they're allowed to get away with it. That was but. really surprising, though. I mean, yeah, that, that whole scene over there is, is very alive and well. And, uh, and then as far as Autobahn driving, we rented a car and did a bunch of bunch of driving. Yeah, you guys, it looked like you had a sweet car. Not that sweet. <laughs> Before you go into that beautiful yeah. machine, a uh, quick question. You posted um, like some sort of uh, Mercedes camper mobile thing. Yeah. Where was that and what was it? So that was at Mercedes-Benz uh, factory, and they have a dealership uh, showroom. It's three oh, okay. stories. It's crazy. It's all their current European models. Mm. And that was just in the corner. Uh, that was a what used to be called a Vito, a Vito V class is what they call them now. Hmm. The Marco Polo edition <laughs> with a pop top. 
pretty nice. I mean, seventy five thousand euro. So it's it's like cool. the one Super thing. So nice. it, wow. I mean, it, I imagine it was like all pimped out inside. Yeah. It had like nice stuff. But the one thing that was I found very odd was that it had huge wheels and very low profile tires. Oh, I know, which didn't really quite compute. No, for, it was like it was like kind of something you would take to a tailgate party at a concert or something. Mm, like mm. definitely not for going off road or. Do you think that's the same thing with like G wagons? They like the new ones. They look kind of. They always have the really yeah, thin tires, and you want them to that. have big tires. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they have like twenty ones. That's why I said it was glamping and like. Oh yeah. You know, definitely not a. So it was a Marco Polo. So when you parked it and you couldn't find it, you just go Marco <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it goes Polo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was I was looking at the hashtag. I was waiting was for that joke. Cool. <laughs> Something like that. But how stupid of a name is that? The yeah, whole, it's awful. Huge badge on the dude. Back? He's like a like Marco oh, Polo was like an amazing dude. explorer. Yeah, he's a celebrity for a yeah. van, and you have Marco Polo written out in Mercedes letters across. <laughs> I'm, the... I'm buying it. I think. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, so uh, that was. I wouldn't say you're buying it, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you're buying the idea you're and the name. It. Yeah, you could maybe rent it though. Yeah, I was talking literally, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we rented a car in 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 Berlin, and we drove to a wedding in northern the uh, northern Germany, like kind of near the uh, Polish border. Uh, really cool, uh, beautiful countryside, agricultural kind of scene we stayed in this old mansion that's turned into a, a hotel now with a working farm and that's where the wedding was it was awesome in this little village called uh boltenhof and um rental car was a ford ecosport i don't recommend it ecosport what the heck is that good question austin um <laughs> it's like a cross between it's a, like a teacher a <laughs> he didn't raise his hand what the fuck I know. <laughs> a fiesta interior with an escapish body, and it sits high, but it shouldn't, and it. So is it like a, like a Mazda CX three like yeah. small yeah. crossover based it on wasn't a B quite segment that car? Small. It was okay. a little bigger than a CX three. Okay. Um, I mean it was okay, but it just was kind of lousy handling. It was the motor three cylinder turbo, manual transmission, uh, gas, just didn't really do much for me. It was bummer. Why did you guys rent that? We rented a Golf or similar. Oh, shit. And we, we went to upgrade because I was, at that point, I was saying, saying let's just get a 3 Series and pay more now because it seems yeah. like a good thing to do, right? Or an E-Class or whatever. Something rear drive, German, that seemed like the way to go. And that was the only car they had. Damn. That yeah. sucks. Probably would have been so pretty bad. expensive anyways. I know, but <clears> when you're in it, you're thinking, ah, yeah. be, it's worth it. And when we dropped the car off in Frankfurt, there was fucking uh, Focus RS there. Oh, like, damn. That would have been bad. That would have been, been awesome. Bang, for sure. And totally unnecessary, but awesome. Um, hmm. So we, I drove so quite a bit. you got more similar. Yeah. Yeah, more totally similar. similar. Um, we drove a lot. I, I didn't think it'd be quite that much driving, but um, is it gas or diesel? Gas. gas. Sorry, petrol. 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 Yeah. Sorry. And uh, the drive times are interesting because you're in a country without speed limits, so you don't really know what they're yeah. They're what's what's on. Google Maps say? Like yeah, does Waze work over there? I don't use Waze. It's like but, ten uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which car it's are you just eighty miles well, away? I mean, Google Maps is based off of other uh, people's phones. That's what it's using. So I was thinking that yeah. too. It must be an average on drive yeah. times, right? Um, and a lot of autobahn time. I think we got it to close to one hundred and twenty miles an hour. Which is basically is terrifying. Sketchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, the steering wheel. Like, I could, <laughs> I could do this, and nothing happened. Like, oh shit, I'm sawing back and forth with the yes. listeners, but nothing happened. Uh, 
and it's like the Skylark. And it was it was a lot of fun because I had never driven on Autobahn and um and it's everyone drives the way that I drive, you know, no one passes on the right. All trucks stay in the slow lane. When you pass someone in the fast lane, you get right back over. Like all that happens all the time. It's just so awesome. So it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And so then I would find myself coming up to a slow group of cars, getting the fast lane to pass at like a hundred miles an hour. And I'd kind of just think, all right, I'm the fast guy. So I'm, I'm moving past people and you'd kind of space out for a second. And then you look in your rearview mirror and there's a fucking Audi RS fucking <laughs> barreling down, flying behind me. I'm like, holy shit. And then I can't get over fast enough. He's on my ass and then gone like 150. And I'm like, okay, I'm not supposed to be over there. Yeah. So then you, so you like think about it a little bit more. Like when you're making your passes, like is yeah, there someone behind you? There, yeah. yeah, like okay, I can make it. And there's a few times where I'm like, this little shitty car can't go around these people, so I have to wait. And like these cars fly by me, and then I get over. And that's totally your wheelhouse, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. thinking like, man's car. Yeah. Thinking man's was like kind of sad. Thinking man, because <laughs> you, know, you want to be with those. There's when you're no, in the van, yeah, when you're in a van, that's a different. You're, you're the, the you're like the little brother. You're like I want to. Play. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I can do that too. Yeah. yeah, when you're in the van, you're just permanently in those slow lane. You exactly. don't even attempt no, any no, passes. Yeah. Never dreaming. Of, yeah. Oh, God forbid. There's a hill, man. Oh, exactly. Oh, geez. Um, and so the other thing that is really common there is uh, E-class or or the similar, but mm. with a four-cylinder diesel. Hmm. So it'll be an E. 200 or whatever they it's call so it. So was bizarre. Yeah. You see a lot of wagons? Tons of wagons. Mm -hmm. they, yes. They're big on wagons, and it's a lot of the RS. Uh, yeah, a lot AMG, of Audis, right? AMG wagons. Uh, so and I heard like over in Europe, there's a C63 AMG wagon. There is. Yep. Yeah. yeah so right. There's also the shooting brake. Yeah. Yep. Wait, what? There's a shooting brake. It's like a CLS kind of? Yeah. Like a two-door? Uh, Chris Harris had one as like a long-termer. Okay. That sounds awesome. What I was thinking about the four-cylinder turbo diesel option is, is kind of nice because it's not really about getting to 150 miles an hour fast. It's maintaining that. So mm -hmm. if you have a eight-speed transmission or 10-speed order there now. So the, that four cylinder is not going to be churning at yeah. high RPM, right? So and it's got just, the torque to yeah, you push you through that the kind air, of like yeah. momentum. So I think that's a pretty rad option for for that type of driving. Yeah, and um, it's going to be somewhat efficient at those speeds. Yeah, exactly. I saw a video that Johnny Lieberman of um, Motor Trend posted, and he was going through a, just a a parking lot, oh, like yeah, an I underground garage. I saw that, and he's talking about. Like wagons are so awesome. He's like, wagons are so awesome. I'm in this wagon. And then he's recording. He's like, there's an RS, there's an S or S6 wagon. Yeah. There's an Audi A6 wagon. There's an A4 wagon. There's a 325i. He's just pointing out every single car was a wagon in this car park. Yeah. Every single car, like mm -hmm. Volvos and, and I'd say like a majority of the, the like, Sporty cars were these big wagons. Uh -huh. Yeah. And well, they, they make, weren't with the shitty motors. They were the yeah. big turbocharged V8s. Well, wagons so. make so much sense, but Americans are so stubborn because, like, in Europe, they didn't get the big American wagons of the, like, 60s and 70s. Totally. That gave wagons, like, a negative stereotype here. Right. Well, yeah. also, but and, I think it's a crossover world over here. Or SUV, yeah. right? Like, they just go straight to that. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, we don't have to be space efficient. Like, we yeah. have... A, we can... You know, we like, have giant tr trucks and SUVs and yeah. they, they can't really do that. The wagon to me though is like the automotive enthusiast way of having your cake and eating it too though. You can haul tons of stuff and still have fun driving. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. and we we us Yeah, I know you guys people listening yeah. and stuff we're we're all on board with that concept but uh 
they really live it though. Those those things must sell well. So it's kind of cool to see because here you would you know an E sixty three wagon is a unicorn. We call it a unicorn, right? It's like this special thing to see, and there it's very common. Uh, yeah. And one thing that's totally uncommon: how many work truck work pickup trucks did I see on this trip? There's like little zero. vans, probably zero. all vans, zero. Yeah, little vans. Right. But think about that for a second. Not a single person going to work at a construction site as a plumber, as an electrician, whatever, with a pickup truck. Because it's totally unneeded. I know, but... It's unnecessary. Well, no, it's not unneeded. It, what yeah, what are they carrying supplies in? In vans. little vans. vans. Or wagons. All yeah. vans. All vans. They're not the, like, uh, little van cab, like the Iveco. The box truck? It's, it's some of that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But it's mainly like the Sprinter. But, I mean, that's more Fiat. like Sprinter, the like, Transit. That's the replacing, Fiat. like, that's an yeah. open back, though, right? Like, there are open back trucks. Not really. They do open back vans. Yeah, I, but they're, I, but they're probably not that common. Like right? More specific to whatever like company they were working for. Yeah. I'm talking about like the guy going to as like a, a handyman, a handyman, or, or yeah. a construction a contractor or whatever. Yeah, not one single work truck, which is just so bizarre for us. And I know people listening who are probably like in Europe or go to Europe a lot are like, yeah, no shit. But it's bizarre coming from a place where. Four out of ten cars is a Dude, pickup truck. Driving over yeah. seventeen every morning, like, contractor, like quarter, contractor, contractor, contractor. Order of the traffic is giant exactly, pickup truck. and all those guys have like they have like their one little bag, and then they have their like their like little saw, yeah, yeah. or something yeah. in their truck, <laughs> and their truck's always lifted, and then they're the guy at Home Depot, and they're like having to jump up in the bed of the truck and have another guy like push stuff up to them. Yeah, stuff. but like gardeners pull up and they have these mini little vans and they pu- bust out all their stuff and do their thing and leave. But not here in the states, it's all yeah, pick up. It's just it's just interesting to have two totally different ways of going about mm-hmm. you know work. But I mean, also like here, new construction is uh, probably a bigger thing too. Like, yeah, you know, like there. I don't know. Not, right. not necessarily. I'm I mean, not sure. I don't know. It's like all the I small, like the old, wrong, but the old towns it's and like stuff. Small, yeah, it's yeah, smaller. It's and but smaller. if you go into the big cities, yeah, like I mean, London is like one gigantic construction site. I mean, I London mean, is still always building yeah, houses and tearing down houses. Same and thing. it's the same. But I mean, it's the same situation yeah, with well, the little like, vans. You don't have Home Depot there, I would guess. Well, there's definitely you don't go to Home Depot and buy a fucking eight sheets of plywood and I, I, build some giant structure. I think they like, have the same type thing. Yeah. yeah. In Japan yeah, it's uh it's they definitely have it uh and it's and it has my favorite name. Yes. And it's your favorite. And the thing is they get Japan is a little different. They get eight like sheets of plywood but they just put them in the van. They put them in the van. Yeah, it's uh, not like it's van, like you don't like have the a good van has more space in it than a yeah, pickup truck does totally. with a camper truck. And if you have weather and stuff like that yeah. and most of and these big trucks up, you see have these little campers on the back too that make the truck that's like the kind of yeah, like yeah. dude, you should have just bought like a suburban, exactly. like a climate control. Yeah, yeah. Area. No one wants to hear what the Japanese yes, equivalent of Home Depot's. Oh yeah, I do. Want to hear? It's called Dicks. Gosh, they're like the sporting goods. No, it's just Dicks. Oh, <laughs> so the German roads are killer, and then uh, there's no autobahn in Czech Republic, so it's uh, 120 kilometer, like 75 miles. Not that hours. bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's better good. than most places it, here. It's okay, yeah, but it, it's definitely when you go from Germany to that. Yeah, like, uh, I, mean, I think that's better than England. Isn't England like like 100? Uh, and they have like more. They have so speed many speed limit. Like uh, highest speed limit in England is like 100 yeah, kilometers, and an tons and tons of cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. So, uh, so Czech Republic, Prague is the land of Skoda. Like, yeah, Skoda's everywhere, everywhere. Um, 
So that's kind of cool. I posted that one picture, that weird old one that I've never seen before. So kind of cool to see some of that stuff. Um, so do they have the other like Volkswagen group? Yeah. Like vehicles over yeah, there Seat too? And okay. That's pretty popular. Okay. Yeah. Actually some of the, uh, Seat stuff that mimicked the Passat were cool. I can't remember the name of them right now. It's superb. Huh, I think weren't, they, it was. weren't they just like a little bit more sporty than VW? Little higher end, yeah. Like where where would it slot? Yeah, like over over in Czech Republic, like where does Skoda slot in? Because like here, you know, it's like Volkswagen, yeah. Audi, Porsche. To be honest, I couldn't tell you. I think back in the day when I was reading like Top Gear and um, Auto Car and all these European, you know, British based magazines, I was kind of more on top of that. You know, which what cars did what, but uh, I gotta say. It, they were so similar to the Volkswagen competitors, maybe like an Audi slightly. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't say anything more than that. Um, we would need someone from Czech Republic. Or... Do they still have Audi over there too, though? Yeah. Tons of Audi. Huh. So is it like, it's like, it's like midline between Volkswagen and yeah, Audi? Kind yeah. Of? It's almost just like a rebadge um, because I would look at it and go, that's definitely a Passat, but mm-hmm. it's this totally different taillight and different, you know, door handles and stuff. But you, you look at it and you're like, oh yeah. Parts, parts been carved. Totally. Yeah. The VAG, right? Um, Gotta love that badge. Yep. And then that drive from Prague to Munich is killer. It's, it's a lot of like rolling hills, um, really good roads. We happen to do it on a perfect day with like puffy white clouds and there's German villages with this, you know, the steeple and uh, Autobahn, of course, um, but the there was a lot of traffic, and it was related to like road construction. So, um, as much fun as it was, it felt like it was kind of congested too. But uh, the one thing I'll say about the the German roads, and again, if you're if you drive there a lot, then you know all this stuff. But um, two things: they have adjustable variable speed limits. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Like digital signs or something? Digital yeah. signs. Based okay. on the weather. Based on time of day. Traffic conditions. Yeah. So it'll sl- all of a sudden it'll come into like, we were coming into Munich and way outside of town, but it went to 50 kilometers uh, as a speed limit on this massive Autobahn interstate, right? And so all these cars, and everyone follows it precisely. So everyone's going like super slow, like 30 miles an hour on this Highway 5 looking thing. And it totally works. There's no bottle up, no traffic. No way. Everyone just is cruising at 30. Well, that's amazing. I know. I thought you were going to say that you came up on an accident and it was all working. No. This is just for traffic congestion. As far as I can tell. Wow. And all the signs were adjustable. Even the, the analog signs, like the hard signs, had flaps that would change the speed. So hmm. yeah, it would create no accordion backup for you know congestion. Crazy, right? Um, the other thing is... Um, and this is all over Europe, but you're at a red light. The red light's about to change. The red light's all oh, goes down to yellow it first. Yellow. yellow. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone's like basically rolling when it turns green. So smart. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember like that. That's like, it's like a, Europe. It's, it's like a drag light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Christmas tree. Yeah. Why? That's so good. Yeah. You don't have to go it. look at the other lights and gas or like, and stuff or like that. And all of green and no one's really quite ready. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you go. You know what I, I always get is, I mean, here in the States, I guess, is uh, you'll have the left turn lane and the car will be all the way through before the next car is basically just pull, pulling away. Pulling through the intersection, just starting in the intersection, the other car is already through. Like people have these huge buffers, oh, yeah. and it's for that reason. Basically, they're like, "Oh shoot, the car in front of me moved." 
rather than like watching the light. Right. And yeah, I mean, everyone is essentially already crawling the minute that they're ready. That yeah, turns green. So that's one thing I've always thought would be interesting, like with self-driving cars. Is if they all like the light turns green and they all start moving at the same time like a train. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, it'd be like, perfect, right? Up. Yeah, just, that's essentially they all they communicate. Would, they would, yeah, they would have the uh, dynamic cruise control or whatever distance mm. uh, cruise control, and they would be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. So be kind of cool. interesting. I wonder how much time could actually be saved every year. You'd probably uh, save at least great. an hour in the car. Exactly. At least yeah, an hour. I'm sure. Year. Like for oh, LA, yeah. it would be more than that. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and just the yeah. fact that you're not caught off guard i guess for lack of a better word but uh mm. you're ready to go like you see the yellow and boom let's do it and that that also lends to you not wanting to fuck up by being the person who's not ready <laughs> like, yeah if because everyone's like basically going yeah so you're like oh. well that's what happens like when you're riding a motorcycle and you like filter in oh, traffic up yeah. to the front you're like shit man i gotta make sure i like i'm ready to go when this yeah, light turns yeah green. you don't want to be that you can't be the guy sure. and then, like occasionally you'll see some like stall the bike and like they can't <laughs> oh, get it started scene. and they're sitting there right damn uh, yeah. you want to be that guy uh so then uh munich was uh bmw uh, museum and then stuttgart for mercedes and that was kind of the last part of the trip. That was a that was kind of a barge. We did like four four nights, four different cities, and we brought Andrew, my fifteen month old son, who's wants to just barge everywhere and go go go. And so there's not a lot of like chill time, you know. It's mm. I wouldn't call it a vacation at that point. You're basically just wrangling. It's a, yeah, it's a trip, trip with your kids. It's a field it's trip for a fifteen month old. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we did it. And uh, glad to be glad to be back. No place like home, you know. But good trip. Well, you so, went to a couple of museums, right? Yeah, I got a little present for you guys, uh, Austin. I didn't know you'd be here, so oh, no worries. Forgive man. my. I'll give you the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it does say BMW Museum on it. And that one's for you. Oh, and nice. it was hand hewn in Germany. Right. Nice. Oh, you. sick. M1. Thanks, dude. That one's for you. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. What? What is this? Some postcards, dude. But what is this? Right. Oh, it's an M Technique. So it's an E30 M Technique with a body kit. I've never seen this body kit before, though. It's a that's different nice M Tech. Yeah, it's really cool. Nice Mine says, Dear Lane, best wishes. Warren, DWA. <laughs> <laughs> Mine doesn't Sounds have that. Fine. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Really uh, Brian, cool, dude. You get? I have an M1 and uh, an old... R uh, R75, maybe? Yeah, an old Airhead uh, Beamer motorcycle in front. Don't Oops. see it. As uh, a streetcar? Oh, oh okay. that's sick. Yeah. That's a really cool I one. have an M1 Pro car with a jet behind it. Concord. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Concord. Nice. So you guys put that dope. up in your office, your cubicle, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. This is going I'm up gonna, in my garage. I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to flip it around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm like super fascinated by this, to be honest. Like, seriously. Like, I've never seen this body kit before. Is that before. the 320 sport type? Well, no, it's, it says M Technique, and it's, it's oh, one that it. I've never seen before. It looks really cool. I'm going to have to research that shit. Hmm. You better research that shit. Indeed. Oh, it says information cool. in the back now. Um, smaller museum than Mercedes, obviously, not as much history. And, uh, Way more uh, modern and really fancy, like oh I thought modern cars okay uh, BMW was yeah BMW just felt like a more uh, high tech building huh. and Mercedes has been there since like ninety or something right That's cool was... architecture and uh, they're just more kind of stately old feeling uh huh it was really cool but I uh, highly recommend both of them Mercedes was was definitely the better of the two. I think because a lot of the cars at BMW we've seen, I mean, I don't know, they're just more common. And, you know, Mercedes has 150 years of history. And 
crazy ways that they and like through the war and exactly, all that the stuff, way right? They impacted. I yeah. mean, BMW had some good stuff. They had their um, seventy years of BMW display still, so it didn't mm. end. It was still going on, um, and that was cool. They were very proud of their uh, 507 that they restored that used to be Elvis's car. The white one? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. up here, right? Like, yeah. Like, very close to us here. Yeah. And uh, the they have this whole display of their restoration process and how they found it. And some guy had put a Chevy engine in it and was racing yeah. it around. And, um, and they restored it back in two years, back to original spec. But uh, he they said that uh, Elvis had it painted red. Because he was tired of finding what? Finding finding what? What? It was a white car, yeah. originally. He was sick and tired of... Oh, lipstick kisses on the car, That's I'm guessing. That's it. Whoa. That's crazy. Did, did you just guess that? Yeah. Holy that shit. happened to you? Yeah, all the time, dude. Oh, fuck, man. That's why he has a white <laughs> motorcycle. Think, yeah, that's all my stuff. Dude, the ambulance is always, like, covered, man. It's like a white billboard. I guess he would park it somewhere and come out to people writing notes and kissing it in lipstick. Huh. So he Whoa. Got it painted red. That's really bizarre. The weirdest thing ever. So, anyways. Or he just didn't wash it and it just built up and he just, Maybe. like, yeah, clear-coated over it. Right. That's all so it is. He's got this whole display of that car and it's, like, you know, pictures of Elvis and movie posters and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, kind of silly, yeah. you know. And they had these big lipstick, like, uh, kisses hanging over it. And stuff. Oh, like, uh, Come on. Man. But, uh, yeah. anyways, maybe if you're not from America, it's a little yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think you know? so. Like, why would so, you kiss a car? So yeah. I noticed that um, you, you posted a picture of, like, of these motors. They were all, like, motorsport yeah. engines. And if you stand in front of them, the in, like, the sound of the motor comes on. Mm-hmm. But, like, I saw a lot of people standing in front of them. Yeah. So, like, that must have been, like, like, I mean, it could be cool, but it's kind of annoying it if you're just trying to hear that one motor. Could be better. They could have dialed that in a little better because you're yeah. right. Someone stands it, next to you. It doesn't direct the sound. Just it does. To the... It's it's above you, and yeah. so you stand in front of the engine. So you don't hear multiple engines. A light comes on, but you kind of do because the uh, guy. So if you run it, by, does it sound like the car's going? No, it takes a second for it to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. you know? But uh, it, it is cool. I mean, I like the idea. There's yeah, no running in the museum. Also. But you see that Sorry. cover? The lifeguard stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was really it's cool. M eighty eight, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so rad. I've never seen that BMW Motorsport and the, the font. Yeah, with the font. I've never seen that. Um, super cool. Those trumpets like the the alpina style red ones yeah. they're being reproduced by a guy i think in seattle and i'm thinking about getting those brian wasn't too into it last time i remember i mentioned this but uh, just too much talk about yeah. airplaners but um what are they I made out those. of what are they're, the trumpets made out of they're like a plastic yeah i don't know back then what they were made out of but they're a plastic yeah. too yeah if you get a really big one do you call it a trombone uh, I don't know how you would do that. That would not be that would not be efficient. You have an adjustable trombone. <laughs> oh, like, on the like it's like a like a choke, like in the yeah, like right yeah. next to the, on the dash yeah. there. Yeah. Um, next month, Mercedes is doing 50 years of AMG at the wow. museum. Mm. Oh, you gonna go cool. back? Damn, I'd love to go back. <laughs> I think that'd be rad, super rad. Because they don't touch. I mean, they do, but it's more modern stuff, more motorsports. You know, kind of their modern stuff going on. So. Um, but they had a lot of cool, just a lot of cool stuff. And it, it's nice too, that they had like eight levels of the museum. You kind of walk through time you go down, you take an elevator up and you walk around all these different displays throughout history. And these offshoots of each floor, they have like Mercedes Benz helpers and it's all their fire trucks and oh, cool. sprinter van. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And then they have like Mercedes Benz celebrities and it's princess dies SL and the Pope mobile and shit like that. And so they don't just do these like really important quote unquote cars where they have just kind of a little like sample pop culture type. Yeah. Stuff kind mm. of. Yeah. And then they also BMW and Mercedes both have uh, tons of history not related to the car. 
but what was going on at the time when the car was built and of course the war and all this uh, crazy stuff so just yeah very very cool highly recommend it so i have a question for you yeah. when were you at the um, at the uh, bmw museum uh so that was uh, like how many days ago, ago? We, okay so a friend of mine he works for sti in japan posted this picture four days ago it's of an isetta and it's a picture of an isetta that you had posted a picture of yeah, same so you were there like three days apart yep. super crazy that's crazy yeah. so like a different body isetta though like yeah it's, the rear like more glass. Glass. yeah there's a lot more a lot glass more glass in the rear yeah 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 but yeah uh, warren posted a picture of it that looks like that is four mm, wheels. No, I think there were four. Yeah, just like they were kind of tiny track. Yeah, in the rear, yeah, the rear track is super narrow. Um, yeah. So, anyways, great trip. Could it be back? Oh, at the wedding, I uh, there was a guy that worked at Rolls Royce there in Munich, um, and he was re- really eager to talk to me about our our car scene out here. Mm-hmm. And one thing he was really interested in was what we thought of Tesla. Really? Yeah, and I got to uh-huh. educate him. Yeah, interesting. Bit. What did uh, he think? What, what was his impression? Similar to ours, that basically they're not. I mean, compared to an S class, let's say they're not. They don't stack up at yeah. all. But what they have going for them is the charging and the fact that they have built this supercharging network here that doesn't exist over there. Yeah, and uh, they're super concerned with this whole diesel gate fucking their scene up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the electric car coming up big, and they're not ready for it. They don't. They're kind of playing catch up still. But I think once that once they do get there and they have it dialed, um, it'll be a different scene. But yeah, he just recently started at Rolls Royce. He's in um, business development or something. I don't know. He was kind of cagey about it, what he did. It's huh. very. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. He's on the auto the auto side or like the. Yeah. At, aircraft in okay. Munich, yeah. Okay, at their uh, office. So, anyhow, I thought that was kind of interesting. Cool. Um, but huh. They're very scared, and in their uh, the paper too, it had a whole diesel scandal article. I couldn't read it, of course, but I knew what they were saying. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could read in between the lines. Yeah, 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 that's like. I mean, that is. I mean, as you already alluded to, like diesel are so like ubiquitous. There, like it's pretty much every freaking manufacturer. They thought it was going to be the thing that's going to be around forever. And why else? What else would you put your money into? Why not develop this technology? And now they're already saying that uh, diesel sales is peaked. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be nine percent less in five years. Now they're phasing it out. Yeah, because France like came out like a couple years ago and said that there was a mistake. No more twenty forty. Like no more electric or no more gasoline. Oh, internal combustion period. Yeah. Yeah. So should be uh, yeah, I think interesting. The fact that the German government relies so heavily on the automotive industry, um, and then you have these startup, basically competitors like Tesla making a big splash. Germans are doing it though. They're, they I are. mean, Porsche has that E. But that, they're years behind, right? So yeah, they're, they're not quite there. But and, I mean, everyone's kind of behind yeah. Tesla and that. You, you know. That's what I'm saying. Once they get it ramped up and, yeah. and dialed, and it's more commonplace. The other thing is, uh, at least in Germany, and I guess Czech Republic too, is they're incredibly patriotic with their car choices. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very few yeah. Japanese cars on the road. Um, they're all German. Hmm. I mean, nine out of ten cars seem to be modern BMW, Audi, Mercedes. Like that was just 
everything. So do you know if they like tax the crap out of? I have no idea. Yeah, huh. I'd, I'd have to look for like if the government's influencing it. Somewhere. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be. Um, but it was overwhelming and a lot of newer. I kind of doubt that they tax it like that, but I bet there's a better dealership group. As you know, there's more BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen dealers than there yeah. are. Like I think in England, there's a lot of Jaguars and yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, really. like, uh, ten days of driving every day, I saw two Subarus. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty. Were they like performance Subarus that you saw no, too? No? no, they're like one was a Forester and was an old. WX. Were they Germans driving them, or were they like yeah, like so military had, American military? Colorado I mean, like, plates. And all <laughs> yeah, right. out. They look just like <laughs> regular cars, but uh, it just shows you how common they are here and. I don't know why they wouldn't work over there, but yeah, well, it could be that, yeah, because we incentivize the shit out of that, right? Like, I mean, basically, those like Subaru, Toyota, Honda, they all have manufacturing in the U.S., mm-hmm. and so they do that for the sake of tax breaks, which gives them, you know, a lot bigger foothold in the uh, in the or the uh, market here. Whereas maybe they don't have that there, and they don't encourage that. So, or maybe I don't know. It could be. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think they do have a lot of loyalty. Like just brand loyalty in general. Yeah, or like for their country, essentially. Yeah, and they also yeah. probably are pretty proud of their cars and think yep. that they're the best, which that's a great argument, you know. And if you have access to them and people who work on them, mm-hmm. and it's just like here, you know, you buy what you can can get and get worked on. So, I don't know. Did, uh, I don't, it sounds like you didn't get to experience this because you, you had a rental. But uh, one thing that I found really bizarre uh, in Germany is that a lot of the taxis are like big body Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we and, saw a million. Yeah, of them. and it's all new E class. Yeah, but and, they have like the two liter motor or something. No, like well, not all of them. And so, like, um, then I think it's it's just uh, they get them. Uh, they sort of decommissioned or something. They get them from somewhere with miles on them. Because uh, like last time I was there, um, they were I, they were driving like a um, like early two thousands S classes, um, and they were V eights. They weren't V twelves. But I clearly remember just like cruising on on the autobahn, going to the airport, and just flying in the fast lane. And I look at the speedometer, and we're going like one hundred and forty five miles an hour. Um, so I definitely had the bigger motor. Um, I didn't look at the the badge on the back, but it seemed like I don't know because there were a lot of like five six seven year old cars you know yeah so these are the uh uh 211s right so that's the round headlight oh yeah much that's an old car and then uh i saw some of those and then the newer generation all the way up to the new generation but a lot of wagons all diesel and they're all that cream yeah yeah it's like a off-white yeah yeah. but it's Definitely, that's what a taxi is. There's an E-Class Mercedes. Yeah. They yeah. don't have cheaper yeah. cars. I mean, Uber's a thing over there now, too. Yeah. So. Actually, we had trouble using Uber. It wouldn't work. Mm. So really? We, we, yeah. We, that was in uh, Berlin, so we had to mm. use uh, just taxis, which were totally fine. So um, when I was in I was in Holland like two years ago, uh, I Ubered there, and most of the Ubers were Ubered Teslas. Ubered here to Holland? Yeah. We're in te- we're Tesla? Teslas, yeah. So in in Holland, yeah, there's like they have crazy incentives to, to, for electric cars, right? So yeah. more so, way more than California. And um, a lot of the Ubers, uh, it was obvious, you know, they had this little thing in the window. They were Teslas, super bare bones like interiors and shit. I, and that's that was like my first real experience riding around in a Tesla Model S. But and I wondered at that point, like, is this how they all are? And I mean, <laughs> some are a little nicer, but I mean, it was definitely just plastic everywhere and you know, really shitty interior. What What's the percent? percentage of cars on the road in your daily driving that are uber cars in, in i San swear 
Like, see I five percent of cars. I'm, yeah. I'm being in San Francisco. Like when I'm, like, yeah, it's higher than that. Like oh, when I'm dude, commuting yeah. to the office, I'd say fifty percent easy. Like yeah. actively Ubering or like they. Have I just the see the the decal on, on my oh. end. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm well, that's yeah. prime Uber time. Yeah, and yeah, because we're commuting prime Uber town. Right. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The office is like three blocks away from my office, so it's yeah. definitely Uber town. How saturated is that driver market? So weird. It's such yeah. a weird scene. Yeah. I don't get it. And almost all of them do both. They do Lyft oh, and Uber. Oh, and Uber, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Especially now that Uber is offering tips. Yeah. You can get tips yeah, now. So you can tip now. How did they do that? I thought that was the whole fucking thing. So. Exactly, they, dude. Dude, they gave in. Yeah. So. Well, they're trying to be nicer to their drivers, and like they're trying to get out of like all the scandal shit that they're dealing with. So, um, but well, yeah, that's what makes it easy is not having to tip. Totally, and then you kill your dick if you don't tip. Exactly. At least it's in the app. It's not like you have to fork out dough. You know. Yeah. Um, I, that's right. I still got to pay for it, man. You still have to. Yeah, pay I still got to fork the dough out if I'm doing a tip, man. It still comes out of my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's like, and dough. you can tell though, like the service, like it's really obvious now that people go out of their way, like, in at least in the city, from my experience, like people will immediately offer you water. Is the temp okay? Yeah. Audio. I mean, they I go mean, in and shit. out, like you know, all See, that. I'm, I'm stuff. one of those people. I still have a five star rating, man. So now I'm like, ah, oh, do I need to tip? To yeah, you have to. That? Oh, you I see what you to. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm four point eight. How'd you stay five? Uh, I'm chatty. In the I have no idea how I got. I was like, who the fuck are you? Giving them ideas. Hey, you know what you should do? You know what you should do? You should quit Uber and do something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, five stars. Um, I can't imagine the vape goes over well. You must be on short trips. I don't. I don't vape when yeah. I'm. Yeah, I don't vape when I'm in the you Uber. Got stars I'm surprised you don't have a Subaru STI with like the little uh, vape. Uh, I flap. Flap. Man, I just don't have a good job anymore, uh, so I can't afford it. Yeah, so you can just vape right out. Yeah, of Yeah, just like the one in the center. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can just vape out my helmet though, and it just goes out in the atmosphere. Oh, okay. When I'm riding my motorcycle, that's pretty sweet. It feeds the trees. Well, that sounds like a rad trip. It's good. Super cool. That's good. Yeah. Now you cool. need to relax. I know. Thanks for take letting me uh, take over the Instagram. I might have to do that again. Thanks for uh, not deleting your app, by the way. Oh, yeah. Post yeah that was awesome, dude. <laughs> My Thanks. pleasure. Thanks for that. Is that a dig at me? Yeah, it was. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> not helping. Our, awesome. our Brian and I went to Canepa last weekend. Yeah. How yeah. was that? There was f- at least 50 post-2005 Mustangs. Ooh. It was 25% Mustangs. Yes. Ooh. It was terrible. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was there. That's what happened? That's with guys thing? with San Jose Mustang Club jackets on. Yeah. And this conversation happened. Travis overheard it. <laughs> hey, before we go inside, should we go pop our hoods? Oh, yeah, totally. Ouch. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of that. So that's official then. Um, well, check this out. Also, um, on a Mustang note, uh, there was a Mustang incident leaving oh, yeah. Canepa. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I missed it. The big time. I missed it. So I was like, I just saw a crowd of people rushing over towards the exit. Not the one, not the main one, the one on the other side of the lot. And a Mustang was half on the curb, half on the street, and he had hit some cones that were placed no over there. Yep. Um, I didn't make it over there in time to see what actually had happened, but I'm guessing, you know, Borderline spun out. Oh, it to happened. Really sad. Yeah. And happened. you know what the Mustang... our crowd was cool. You know what yeah. the Mustang guys do is they, they pull... When they pull out of the parking lot, they go left, and then they flip a bitch, and they all 
like gun it past the cars and coffee. I did that. Yeah. But I did cool. that because I had to drop off Matt the other lot. Mm-hmm. Sure did. So, <laughs> so bad. Um, so anyways, uh, driving awesome cars and coffee will resume the second Saturday of November. Yep. Uh, come one, come all. Yeah. Location TBD. Sweet location. Mm-hmm. So really sweet location. Highlights cars. Oh, yeah. Art, your car was there. That was cool. Finally got it out there. Yeah, with the wheels and everything. It's all what dialed, people, working, driving. People were just fawning just over it. He was hanging there. out by his car. He had, I was, yeah, yeah. He had to clean off all the... He was talking cars. to people. People were going yeah. up to it a lot. Did you pop yeah. the hood? I did pop the hood. <laughs> uh, not like permanently, like as the discussion, you know, like progressed. But uh, but yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, no, a lot of people were into it. Um, <laughs> it was rad. No, it was it was cool to see it. You know, like fucking to be able to drive it, and like to, and to like, actually have got rid of that stupid fucking Japanese car. <sighs> God, that mm-hmm. shit. dead weight. This thing, yeah, dude. This thing has so much soul. Oh you have not yeah. so, so much soul. So much more SOC. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you, one car that I think you posted a picture of it. I had a, a several, but you beat me to the punch. Uh, that uh, Austin Healey, the red one. Oh yeah, yeah. that dude, thing was amazing. It was rad. It was he so cool. Like that, apparently. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. It was like. He didn't know a lot, but he's like, yeah, chopped down windshield. So it sick. Was like all the all the body lines were perfect alignment. So smooth. Like a lot of shit had been shaved off, but really yeah. clean. Widened steel wheels so in the back. The sprite little the sprite, yeah. Like slab. Interior was really clean. It was, you know, fully custom, like kind of a Coke or like medium brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of hot rod style in a way. Yeah, it was but, really but well clean. done. Yeah, I w- I should I wanted to ask him to pop his hood. I was curious to see what he had it going on. It sounded really good. It sounded yeah. rad. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Like I saw him for a second and then got distracted and walked around. But uh, but that was probably my favorite of the it show. It had hubcaps on it, which looks really good. Yeah, it was like steel with like a little moving, center on him. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah really cool car. And I've seen those before. I've seen MG Midgets done that way too, with like a little speedster window and like slammed with like. Kind of like just black steelies, you know, or like or or painted steelies, and it's definitely a good look. I think they have a lot of potential, and they're not very expensive, which is cool. That was one of those cars where it drives by, and you're like, "What is different about that thing?" Mm-hmm. Like, it just yeah. looks awesome, but you can't tell. Yeah, like, it's all really subtle to, stuff. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, you, it's like Rod Emery style, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. yeah, I feel like there was some stuff shaved, and yeah, yeah, and, uh, and it's, it's so much work to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was perfect. Yeah, like the paintwork was really nice. Like everything was really well executed. Dude, what about that uh, purple 911 that was Calice? Cassis. Uh, yeah, that thing was super sick. There was an 87 G50 Cassis car with a burgundy interior, right? All yep. burgundy dash, burgundy everything. Yeah. Uh, with a for sale sign on it. Talk to the, the owner. We'll see. 92,000 miles. 92,000 original miles. He uh, was selling it. Uh, original like it was all like pretty well optioned out the sticker was missing from under the hood but uh it had a real turbo tail it had the turbo front lip on it uh he had some gigantic uh, fake foos on there i forget the what is it workmeister or euromeister euromeisters yeah uh but the car was actually his wives and the guy didn't know too much about the car (laughs) he has Uh, several wives uh did I say one of his wives? You said wives. Wife, uh, w- you wife. know, no, wives. Yeah, wives. Wives. Uh, but uh, Tesla. His wives. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But um, check this out. So the guy's rocking uh, a Mopar hat and a Fremont drag strip t-shirt. And like the guy's like super old school hot rodder and like barely knew it. I mean, he barely knew anything about the car, you know. And, but it had a for um, sale sign on it? For sale sign on it and a pretty reasonable price on there. 
but yeah, I, it was a really, really nice car. It was super, super cool color. We both posted pictures of it. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a, one of those sort of chameleon-y colors, your favorite, Warren. Like, in certain angles, it's almost like a brownish, kind of a rosy color, and then it turns into like a really purpley, like a color. I so, kind of know the color. You know which one? Other cars, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it it's called really cool. Cassis Red, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, Cassis is so. a berry. It's like a little purple berry. It's almost exactly the color of your shirt. It can be, but it was lighter. It's, lighter. it's like almost more rosy. Yeah, um, it's like desert, desert rose. And it's more desert pink. Rose. That's like more purple. pink for no, sure. Desert rose is like pink. It's basically nothing. It was definitely pinkish. It's basically nothing like that. <laughs> it's like as far as pop, though. It was definitely pinkish. So I, I think um, it's borderline colorblind. <laughs> I think so, dude. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I, so th- I actually... Um, Excuse me. Uh, one thing that I saw uh, for the first time that I actually approved of, maybe because there weren't so many, was there was a mini club in the back lot. You know, that was the cool. old school mini, and that was cool to see. There were like eight that's old school cool. minis, that's and they were all pretty well. Like they also really took well. up like three spots. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, that, so it's it's not yeah it's not an overwhelming thing, and there was still plenty of room. But I mean. I would have been okay, to be honest, if it was the entire back lot. Like, I mean, it's, they're so interesting and cool. That's a little much. And they were all, and they were all like, yeah, eight is totally fine. But I mean, relative to uh, challengers or whatever else, like it was, I don't know. It was interesting enough. And also like, they were all so unique. Like they all had their own, they were all well done. Everyone had different wheels, different wheels, different mods. Like it was, it was cool to see. I posted one of them. Swapped it all or? Yeah, definitely. I took E-series. Um, I didn't, damn, that would have been weird. S2000. How the hell did that? Rear wheel drive conversion? No, no. Whoa, I've never seen that. Yeah, Yeah, there's one uh, local up by my work. So rad. Whoa, that's gnarly. I see a lot of the B series, like the the B18s or B16s, but there was one that had some crazy dual overhead cam motor. I don't know what it is. I was guessing it was actually the Suzuki GTI, the little 1300cc motor. Um, I took a picture of it, and I was laughing because... um, the header was all, it was all custom fabric, fab work, and the header was like touching the firewall. And I was going to put, po- I mean, I'll still post it and I'm going to say, like, you know, who needs a heater, right? Like, yeah, it's like, really, I mean, you're, if you look at the interior of that car, it's like right freaking there. Like, your feet and your legs are right up against that. Um, not a very well designed or thought out setup, but I mean, yeah, there's some of them are like definitely hot rotted. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't. Really, I don't know. I'm thinking, thinking what was yeah, in the, inside inside the uh, nine seventeen dash thirty uh, Sunoco car was next to a plain white one Ooh. with just Porsche script on the aluminum on the bottom. There's like an aluminum section and about. no livery at all. How that was that? really mm. really cool. And on that car, it was white, so you saw like the lines that you didn't re- you don't really realize that car has. Yeah. It has a lot of form to it that mm. you think it's just, it's like those slab, are kind of yeah. like a slab sided yeah. and flat, but it, mm-hmm. it has a lot more going on. Hmm. Um, even like the vertical fan, you know, or the horizontal fan. Yes. Uh, it kind of looks like a, a toilet because <laughs> it looks almost like porcelain. Like the white kind of just goes into the fan. Oh, cause it's almost and, like Venturi-esque, like, yeah. like, kind of mm-hmm. flows into it yeah interesting yeah and the see, rear fender that. like um the side profile it actually there's a line that follows the fender and all this stuff you don't and you don't see it totally blends out on the sunoco car you can't even tell it has that mm. how's my uh how's my girl looking where's your girl well it's cz which is i didn't oh see it's it. not there yeah yeah it wasn't there no it was there really drew sent me pictures of it oh really? dm'd me it, it. Oh, I didn't see it. Your gal? I took, I took your gal? Yeah. Where was it? It had the uh, the engine cover open. Yeah. Huh. Shit, I totally missed it. I missed it. Yeah. 
Still going strong, huh? Brian, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Going strong. I'm assembling a uh, <laughs> little compilation of art yeah. versus oh. the purple color. Yeah. It's so not even close. <laughs> yeah. Yo, look at the top, dude. Yeah. My skin, skin is closer is, to the freaking thing. Close yeah. to the top, dude. Yeah, not even close. Uh, top I ones. mean, the bottom right is like way different. But... The car was not purple in any way. So, okay. Um, <laughs> dude, it's pretty purple. <laughs> Put some Instagram filters on there. It might work. Yeah. I, I was thinking you might be able to, you might be able oh, to fudge it. Uh, but. Yeah, it was pretty. Nah, it was kind of a weak show, you know. It was more just We've like hanging out with that. people. This yeah, like third yeah. month in a row. Yeah, it's been a bad year. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah, good. good I mean, you know, there's still. I mean, first time there, you'd be blown away, and it's rad. Just for going inside, sure. obviously, you know. So. I think that's part of it is that we've we've uh, kind of been there, yeah. done that. But the parking lot stuff is just, and and if you if you like made it small, like if it was our cars and coffee, and we had the the top forty hits. It would be perfect. It would sure. be awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's the fact that it's gotten as big it is, as it is, and the whole wing on the right side of the building was 2005 plus Mustangs. Just kind of like, uh, turns you off, you know? That's brutal. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And then, uh, afterwards, we went, Art, Art had to go home, but, um, we went on a little drive up to Summit Store for lunch. Okay. I was taking your 944. I took the 944, How's and then it? How's uh, it running? oh, that was the first like kind of test. Yeah, it actually multiple. It uh, it drove really well. We went on some really bumpy roads. Uh, we we took the back roads, so we went down Tom's Road, mm-hmm. and then we went up Brans- this Bransford Drive, and then we cut over. Yeah, and we went up Old San Jose Road. Yeah. yeah, like we did when we had our car, our uh, Ask Freeze Palooza Cars and Coffee. Yes. And, um, so Drew was in, or Drew was driving Hushy Pushy's Boxster. Oh, okay. Hushy Pushy was driving Drew's Volvo. Uh-huh. And then Gabe and his homie were in his E30. Sweet. And, uh, Ryan Deal Cruz and Croc GT4, Phil. Oh, nice. So we had a nice little crew go up there. That's a good one. Got a couple six packs and ate nice. some sandwiches. And, it's, it's uh, but yeah, the 944 actually. That was the first kind of test. Was that a solid shakedown mile trip? Yeah. Pretty solid. I think it was more like a 40-minute drive, yeah. Well, that is solid. Yeah. It's good, especially... You've been on that drive or no? Yeah, yeah. I know Uh, those, all the roads you mentioned, and we've been out there, but... Yeah. You just want to say shakedown miles. I just want to say solid Uh, shakedown miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But (laughs) going on those bumpy roads and stuff, too, it... Yeah, it, it's a felt like a good test. So. Okay. Yeah, for sure. No clunkiness break really? at that point. Yeah, feeling pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's good. So project car updates. Uh, what else does anyone have? So yeah, you haven't tinkered with your car since. Yeah, I uh, got yeah, nothing. I ordered uh, Ireland Engineering Springs for my car today. Cool. Nice. Oh, it down sweet. a little bit. Brings nah, it's very similar stance. It just stiffens suspension a little bit more. It's it's the stage one, like really basic sports springs, front and rear. Uh, front and rear, yeah. Uh, just Are you getting sway bars too. I have big have sway them? bars on there already. Yeah, I have suspension techniques, front and rear sway bars. Um, and I have on it? and I have Bilstein Sports on it. But it, there are stock cut springs on there right now. So, yeah. so are so you gonna cut having, these? Like Ali, uh, Ali was suggesting I cut the fronts uh, to lo- to lower it, but it basically gives you a little bit of rake. But I kind of like the way it sits, like because if you look at the rocker, it's, it's actually perfectly level. level. It's just that the front. If you, you know, obviously the, 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 the fender well is cut differently, right? Yeah. It's higher, just like E30s. Yeah, yeah. So it looks, it just looks like the nose is a little bit up, but it's kind of a vintagey look and I like it. But is Ali giving you that advice for looks or Both. for function? He says that it, it, it hand, it'll handle a little bit better. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I'll see. I mean, I'm, I'll try it out, get it aligned. It's really funny because I'm actually. 
actually probably not going to get it aligned. I'll probably do it myself because you can only align, you can only do the toe in the front. You can't do anything. And I already have, uh, I have fixed camber plates in the front. Um, the guy, the guy before me did that from Island Engineering, I think it was. And, um, the rear is, as you know, it's just like an E30. You can't do shit. You can't adjust anything. So you can only adjust the toe in the front. And it's really, really easy to do that. Like hmm. it's literally the tie rods and you just measure the, you know, you put a little freaking square on there and rule and a ruler and you can see what's doing, you know. So I'm going to just zero out the toe and that's all I can do for now and see how that goes. Um, so that's in the works. Um, I haven't yet done anything else to the car, uh, since then. Can you add camber to that? Um, no, you have so to get no plates. So there's no way. Yeah, I thought you have plates. I do, but they're fixed. They're oh, they're just okay. like offset. So you like you know normally the 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 top of the shock mount is in the middle. Yeah. Uh, mine sit in further towards the motor, basically. And what's the benefit of that? They're they're have camber, so it gives uh, you. Oh, you do have camber. Yeah, it looks I do. pretty straight up and down. Yeah, if you look at it closely, it's if especially if you're like on the if you if you get low, you can see it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. about almost a degree. It's like okay. point maybe like almost a degree. Basically, mm-hmm. it's not a lot, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can definitely get adjustable, cam- adjustable camber plates so that you can slide the top and then, you know, kind of get more out of it. Um, but I mean, yeah, at this point I want to align it first, get the springs and then see how it handles and kind of take it one step at a time. You know, lopping off a, a spring from the front is really, really easy. So you can do it with the freaking spring on the perch if you really have to. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of people do that. What Ali recommended. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done anything I else. I actually did order, I didn't put them on yet, but I got. Um, front sway bar, um, like in reinforcement brackets. So it's the, where they're, where they attach in the center. It's just, it's basically a separate, uh, just triangulates it essentially. Cause it's kind of a weak mounting point right there. It just kind of, it just has flex, but so, I mean, they're like 25 bucks for these plates, right? And they just hook up. Um, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I did do that. And then my car does still need an alignment. I was just going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. Because... What changes when you put the A arm, when you change the A arm is there's a, um, the, the, the caster can change oh. with, um, I think it's a caster. It's very likely. And yeah. You said with that you the rear, the, uh... it has like an, uh, eccentric bolt mm-hmm. on the back. So that's how you adjust it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah, when you that's, take all that loose, that's it's off. all out of whack. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All that shit. Oh, I did actually do two other things I totally spaced on. Uh, one thing I got, um, the Becker Mexico from Brian that I was going to install in the car. Oh. Definitely way too classy for the 2002 interior. Really? I mocked it up and I, I actually screwed it in and it just doesn't flow. It's like for, good for like a little yeah. pagoda, maybe not even yeah. R107. It's too modern, but like a pagoda works. Your car, the, the W114 would have worked. Yeah. Like it's just, it's the design has too much chrome on it and the stripes and the, the, it, it doesn't, doesn't work. Doesn't your car have chrome? It has aluminum and like it's not polished. It's like kind of a dull, like, but doesn't your look. door have the aluminum, the chrome, the chrome, like little Up trim top? piece? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but I yeah, looked but at it. It's a giant hunk though. It just didn't work. I looked at it more, like, from different that. angles. And it just it's looks right. maybe like uh, maybe on an early 2002 or I don't know. You almost need like yeah, yeah. It's so black first of the plastic decks. So that's what yeah, I found. The the, the early yeah. Blaupunkts, like yeah. that's what people like. I mean, yeah. it was an optional uh, stereo exactly. at the time, exactly. and so yeah. I started looking, and they're not super expensive. Um, and you know, and a lot of people just buy the radio and then do the auxiliary thing. Yep. So you can buy the radios, like the the original optional radio for that car for like two hundred bucks on eBay, oh, and then you get the auxiliary thing. Oh, yeah. And that because I mean, I'm not going to put cassettes or shit in there, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'd rather just do and that. It's even more simple. It's, it it looks it basically fits right in because if you look at it, it almost like 
like the uh, the shape of the center console almost tapers in a little bit, so the front bezel is shaped that way, so it fits right in, and it's designed to fit right below the ashtray bezel. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go that route. So that's one thing, and then also I st- I spoke with a uh, Forrest at Kugelworks, and he is going to be bu- he is building me that uh, air dam uh, still. Um, he was just like sidetracked with other projects, and like he's he's doing it uh, probably it's like two weeks out. So he has one that he's been like Stop prototyping. How's that like? He's like prototyping it, uh, but he said that, uh, he's building me like one like from scratch and it'll be like the first production unit because he's considering actually selling them now. Um, and I'm also going to do the speaker pods that he builds. So the yeah, ones that are cool. go underneath like the, is it a, not the kick panel, but plastic, yeah, like some sort of, yeah. it's, it's like an a ABS, texture. So he does yeah. a, he just does a mold and yeah. And yeah, it's like a textured plastic, right? Like from yeah. when I've seen the pictures, but it fits basically where there, there's a panel underneath, um, what do you call it? Like the knee panel? I don't know how to describe it, but underneath the dash and it replaces that whole piece. So I'll have audio in the freaking car because right now I can't hear shit. It probably doesn't have much of anything. It's probably open right there where that thing goes, I would guess. Right now it's open, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So 911s have a similar, they've had it forever. A similar kind of thing. Mod, you know, um, so because rather than putting speakers in your doors and hacking those up, I definitely don't want every that. person did in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. You know, so I was so stoked to see that. I think I mentioned it day one when we yeah. saw the car because a lot of people hack up the doors and then also the rear, uh, the the what do you call tray. that panel? Yeah. Yep. yeah, the package tray there is always all hacked up, and mine isn't. Um, but uh, right now I, I was gonna say yeah, like I'm using headphones and I still can't hear shit. So, um, unless I have like my gigantic Bose noise canceling things, which is silly. So I just rock you know, the earbuds, but I'm excited about that so that'll be happening soon oh uh one thing i did want to so we have at my work we have a r107 sl 350 so it's a 3.5 uh v8 with a manual transmission oh that's the one that you posted a while back yeah it's white uh it's a french car so it's a euro car but it's a french um and french the way you can you can tell those cars is it doesn't have the mirrors integrated into the a pillar they are attached to the actual door which is kind of cool as well because you could put a little dainty you put like a little it has some shitty mirrors on it now but put like a little dainty stainless steel mirror and like a talbot or something yeah something like that um so what we're toying with the idea right now is doing a full-on kit like no building that car out oh yeah and making it kind of going like gts classic seats yep uh it's a manual you know like just doing new carpet kit yeah uh, just your wheels, a low, uh, R wheels in, I was thinking of doing R wheels and an RSR finish. So basically bead blasted and then clear coated. Like so a satin, a satin finish. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good, uh, lower it. MA carbon show car. and have yeah. the car painted. Yeah. And we could have, and do the interior in a cool, maybe do like, um, use like a 300 SL plaid. Yes. And the, in the inserts. And how about a slight French headlight or fog light look? That would be awesome. It's going to have Euro headlights. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about that. So right. fog lights, French fog lights would be cool. Be cool. And then the little banana turn signals on the bottom rather than the square ones. Yep. And some little Talbots or maybe something. A, maybe a trunk lid spoiler. It'll have a trunk lid spoiler, the one we make. Yep. It, it kind of doing the 911, the long nose 911 thing to this R107. How about this? 
Maybe different visors that when you flip them up, they look a little special. Mm, a little classier, yeah. Instead little, of just like gigantic it? things. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think the car is a uh, 75, maybe? Something like that. It would be super fun to do like straight exhaust. Oh, yeah, that would be, be cool. Sound. Like in, yeah. out the middle or something? Center exit, two pipes or something? I was thinking out the side, but yeah. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you can't really lose. <laughs> yeah, but just kind of do those little... I don't, I haven't seen an S an R one oh seven that someone did all that yeah, stuff to, you yeah, know, you but it's not this not as tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. You what see them with like modern SL wheels or and stuff like that for rally. It's yeah. white. It's perfect. It's great. Man. Yeah. I and what color interior right now? Do that. I think it's a tan right now. Sure. Yeah. Definitely mm. do that. Yeah. Dude, but I think it could I, be a really cool build and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like on the cheap, like, it's, it's like, yo, not a long, you can't afford a long nose 911 or something. I mean, it's definitely not the driving dynamics of those cars. Sure, sure. Uh, but how about you can't afford a pagoda? Yeah. And yeah. Use this and it's taking more cool. and using a little bit like period correct, but also kind of a little race inspired and, and yeah. 300 SL inspired and Dude, stuff like that. You guys need a different site for, to sell these parts. Oh yeah. MA carbon, you know, like if you're going to, put an advertisement on this car for yeah. the parts that you sell. Like I don't know about that. Doesn't, carbon doesn't really to um, meet it. Yeah, our name's kind of uh, pretty big it made in classic, the industry. Man. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. MA Carbon Classic. Mm. MA uh, Classic? I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't know. My classic. Uh, quick question for you, though. So you mentioned that gray one. Yeah, go for it. That gray R107 that you were yeah, trying to actually, sell. we be getting that in 10 days. Oh, so you, have, you don't have it. It's in a garage. The person who owns it's in Europe as well. And then you're going to be selling it. Yeah. But I think I want to tinker with it a little bit and get it dialed, you know. Big bumper, is that right and everything? It's a U.S. spec car? Yep. It's a 560, right? 560. No, no. It's a 3... Uh, oh, it's oh, a 380. 380. We had mentioned yeah. that. So it's low compression with the yeah. smog shit. And it's yeah. got uh, man- chrome manhole covers with gold. Uh, <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. Of course gold. it is. Three-star... Three spoke, um, but it's really cool. I mean, that thing is awesome. I kind of want to do a half day rally or a full day rally in it, which which we'll probably do. Yeah. So before we sell it, and uh, it's just period beyond period. It's Radwood to the max. So yeah, I think that's what what hmm. I'm gonna do. Um, so project updates for me. Uh, before I left, my smog was due uh, during the trip. It was gonna be due for my uh, E30, and I never got my cats in after doing that tune-up so uh the car sat under a cover the whole time i paid my registration but basically needs to be done so mm-hmm. that's still sitting i need to do that and then uh board eco sport uh 2017 uh driving down the autobahn about 100 miles an hour and it just goes 30 percent less power check engine light comes on see workshop message like what the fuck like hitting the gas pedal nothing really happening pull over turn the car off and on it's fine it's a modern ford i think ford. whoa yeah wow. i thought you were gonna They're see your gas cap or something they've been it? having so a lot of that's issues. the car for it people man have you tried turning it on turning it off and turning it back yeah. on again yeah. restart restart <laughs> hard reset yeah <laughs> it worked though and i was kind of proud of myself to just think that that might actually even work but it, the modern day version of getting under the hood totally <laughs> works cycle um how are we looking lane I think so, we're uh, ready. Uh, we have to hear something from Austin. Yeah, please. Project bike update. Project bike updates. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I put grab handles on the back to strap my luggage down. Mm-hmm. And now my wife has something to hold on to instead of me. Because mm-hmm. uh, whenever I would break, she would, like, her weight would slam my nuts up against the tank. <laughs> <laughs> it was really annoying. Um, and I put some little, like, fork axle sliders on the bike, too. So, and I That's put... if you lay it down, it'll... Like yeah, just in case. The, yeah, okay. instead of like scraping up the forks. Yeah. So and I did the eight thousand mile mod too. So that was that was a lot of fun. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good mod. Well, that's all it, it was. Man. Yeah, I 8, can't. Believe, isn't that what, crazy? 8, what time frame? Five weeks with like a week off in the middle in Florida that's without riding. That's a lot on a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I rode from L.A. to Vegas to Bonneville for Speed Week. Yeah, and then I went to uh, Miller Motorsports Campus yeah. or Park. Sorry. It used to be Miller Motorsports Park. Now it's Utah Motorsports Campus. Oh, I see. In Salt, Salt Lake City uh, for the Pirelli World Challenge race. Then rode up Pikes Peak and then went to Tail the Dragon. And then our grid life had been at Road Atlanta, down to Jacksonville. Then from Jacksonville, I turned around and went up to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska for solo nationals. And then oh, started nice. making my way over this way. But I went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming first. And then... Made my way back down. And this bike doesn't have a fairing. No fairing. I figured if people could do it in like the 60s and 70s, like I could sure as hell do it now. So, <laughs> so you know, crazy. no big deal. Yeah. So what's That's your average awesome, per day besides uh, your besides your days off? I when guess. I'm when I'm riding, I can do about 500 a day. Okay. Biggest was 606 from Colorado Springs uh, to Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> the bike didn't want to idle at the top of Pikes Peak, though. Mm. Yeah, because the air is so thin. I is think it, it carbureted? Below... No, it's it's fuel injected. Oh. I think it, the air might have fallen below like what the map could actually read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it didn't know, and it just it just wouldn't idle. If you were giving it gas, yeah, mm-hmm. it was fine. But I don't either that or maybe the injectors just couldn't spray like that little like fuel. automized. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, and it That's just wouldn't crazy. Run. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's really so weird. gnarly, dude. Like, so I I went up there a few times for you know previous work shit, and I remember running across from when you're at the very top where the donut shop is i ran across that parking lot just totally spaced like i forgot yeah and 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 i got there and i was like panting dude it's so yeah it's really really thin air yeah that's why all those that's why those cars have gigantic arrow you know what i like elevation uh, it's like 14,135, 14, I think. Seriously. I think it's pretty high. There. Yeah. And so, Austin, are you carrying a, uh, camping equipment? And everything? Yeah, I've been camping most nights. I've stayed in a hotel like three nights. And that's it. <laughs> but you don't have a, do you have a tent? Yeah. A little one yeah, man thing? Yeah, a uh, two man, so I can put all huh. my gear in it. And a camping pad. And or another man. Pillow. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, with, uh, been getting some decent. Another man with no gear. <laughs> with no gear. The gear sleeps outside yeah. When, yeah. when you got the man in there. Who needs gear when you go? <laughs> so, I've been getting some decent shots with my phone. Um, I saw a pretty which cool is now, one in the morning at Bonneville. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, what happened to your phone? Uh, my phone cool. fell off in the middle of Utah. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry, no, riding. middle of Wyoming. Yeah, like, I'm using a ram mount and it has little, like, rubber straps to hold it down. And I forgot to strap it down. Uh, and I was out in the middle of Wyoming and it was just wide open. So I was like, ah, we'll crack the throttle open a little bit. And like 120, 125, it, it just started wobbling. like creeping back. Allegedly. And then, yeah, and then it was just, that was kilometers an yes. hour. <laughs> Does it just smack you in the face? And that's no, so it, it hit like the tank bag and then like yeah. went on the side and then was gone. So I circled back around to like, to pick it up and it's laying face up and I'm like, all right, we're in business. And right as I'm like, buy it. I see it get run over. What? <laughs> yeah, I've got, oh, I've got the whole thing on video. Freaking like Tahoe or Explorer no. or something ran it Damn. over. Damn. 
So, he was just waiting. Yeah, I was like, close. no. But the crazy thing is it still works. Like, I've been using it. Yeah. Uh, so the, the glass is all cracked, but like it's... like looking at confetti. Or yeah, it's real It kind of sucks. It, it actually, it reads better if you, like, move stuff. So you don't... <laughs> so I just sit here and, like, fuck up, your eyes, go man. up and down. But it's got, like, a slight crease, a bend in it right here. That's amazing. Holy shit. And then it has an indention back here from the case. Jesus. Like, because the case is a camera case. Yeah. So... So that happened. Uh, I saved a kitten from the middle of the road too that had been hit by a car. Or oh like, no! It was like bloody. I don't know if it got hit by a car, but it it had a cut on its face. So you're traveling with a kitten there. right now? No, I mean. wanted to, man. I wanted to. So what'd you do? What's say? What is it? So I saving? I saw it. I passed it, and I was like, oh, is that a kitten? And like it was like sitting like sphinx style, like in the road, just like not moving. And like I blew by it at like eighty miles an hour. Yeah, the thing did not move. I was like, that's not right. Yeah. So I did a one eighty back and went and like parked the bike and like walked over to it and I can see he's like sitting kind of in like a light pool of blood and has yeah. a cut on his face and there's a house like kind of up the hill so I grab it and he's like starts meowing and stuff so I'm like okay well he's still alive and walk it up you know to the house and knock on the door and you know gave the cat back I should have kept it or like give him my card if I was in a car I probably would have kept that cat I like you see his back they yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah right they didn't even know. your cat sir not our cat so. <laughs> well I didn't even like I didn't take my helmet off or anything I was oh on a God. I was on a grid life conference call at the time oh my God. and so like finally like well, I guess that. my my helmet bluetooth gets far enough away from the phone and it switches back to the phone. So the phone is like, what, what you, yeah, and there's like cars going by and what do you stuff. Tell the guy they're like, did he just like, hit? oh, wait, hold on one second. They were just, they're they're like, did he just dead. get hit by a, a like an 18 wheeler? He just went silent and all of a sudden there's just traffic so yeah. sounds, like noises. Hello, so, sir, madam, this is your Sphinx cat. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to keep it though. And like, I was talking to my wife later that evening. She's like, oh, we could have called it Idaho. And I was like, no, we could call it potato. And then I was like, no, we could call it tater. So just <laughs> keep the cat call it tater. And the most, uh, literally, the most random thing that has ever happened to me in my life happened yesterday. I was telling Lane this earlier. I was leaving Austin, Nevada, which I also went to Austin and Cabot, Arkansas, which are like literally cities that are two to three miles what? apart. Yeah. And so there's an Austin Cabot border. <laughs> the border of Austin Cabot. Them. I went there. Wow. I'm going to run for mayor of yeah. the Austin Cabot metro area. Anyway, I'm leaving Austin, Nevada, another Austin city, uh, out and what's called like the loneliest like highway in the world. I've driven it, yeah, six times. So going towards like Carson City. Yeah. So at one point, you know, it goes down a hill and then back up a hill, and so you're going down and back up. And I look in my mirror, I'm like, oh, this would be an awesome place to take a photo. So um, I told myself, well, next like pull off that I can, I'll pull off and take a photo. So I pull off. There's a girl there in like a Mazda three with her boyfriend and their dog. Don't really pay much attention to him. Walk out in the road, take a picture, start pushing the bike over to take a picture, and the phone dies. But I can't tell how much battery life I have because my screen's all cracked. So I was like, well, you know, how's the weather that way? They were like, oh, it just hailed because I rode through a bunch of storms Shit. yesterday. It was sleeting at the top of Pikes Peak, by the way. Oh, um, yikes. But anyway, so they were like, yeah, you know, it hailed that way. Uh, you know, good luck. And as I'm getting back on the bike, she snaps a photo of me with her dog in the road. So I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. So I get to the next town and I'm checking my phone and one of my friends that works at Triumph Motorcycles had actually like tagged me in something. I'm like, huh, what's that? It was the photo. Like it was her cousin. 
I didn't even know. It was the most random thing ever. Her just, cousin was there, snapped a photo, put it on Facebook. She saw it and tagged me. And, and she was like, oh, holy shit, that's Austin town? Cabot. Yeah. Whoa. Like, when I was in the next town, like, that's how quickly that it happened. Where does your friend work at Triumph? Uh, in marketing. No, no where, where, what, where? Oh, Atlanta, State. Georgia. So, like, Which not I even nearby, not like in Vegas. I had Vegas stopped in or... and saw her when I was in Atlanta, because I'm riding a Triumph motorcycle. Yeah. So, literally, the most random thing that has ever happened that's to me That's so in my wild, life. man. Yeah. That's crazy. So, actually, yeah, let me see. I think I have the photo on here. You're going to have to move the screen back and forth, but <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely there. Any so, uh, highlights of uh, camping spots? Um. Yeah, Moab, Utah. Yeah. Uh, out, like, Utah 124, uh, I think is what it was called, by the Colorado River out there. Um, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's a bunch of BLM road, campsites there. Along, exactly. Yeah, there's a bunch of BLM campsites there. Yeah, I stayed on Super, a super of those. cheap. Yeah. Um, and it was so nice that night. I didn't even like put a tent up. I just nice. like put my sleeping bag out. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, we stayed there. So that's the photo. <laughs> so with her <laughs> dog, dog in the road. Yeah, it was just like meeting people on the road. That's so cool. So it was literally the most random it's thing a small that's ever world happened these to me days. in my life. <laughs> you so. literally move it up and down to see it. Um, that's <laughs> funny, man. So what's the next adventure? Going home for a while? And then yeah, you, actually, I'll get home Thursday night. My wife took Friday off, so we're going to hop in the ambulance and go somewhere. I think maybe San what Diego. What year is your ambulance? What it's a 97. Ford? So Ford, 7.3 diesel. So it's the last year before you have to start doing emission stuff. Oh, okay. So this is not a V10? No. No, no 7.3 V8 diesel. Yeah. Um, the thing will literally run forever. It's bulletproof. By the way, that's our, our buddy Theo just bought one of those, too. Oh, yeah? Out of it, yeah? Nice. So, I actually, I think I'm going to sell mine because I want to be able to build something where I can haul two motorcycles in it and have, like, a telescoping bed that I can raise and lower. So, we'll probably sell it and maybe buy, like, a newer Ford Transit van. Mm-hmm. So, because they're... The biggest thing with Sprinters, I, I really wanted a Sprinter for a long time, but... Come to find out, if we're going to be traveling a lot, only Sprinter dealers can service Sprinter vans. What? But really? not every Mercedes dealer is a Sprinter dealer. Oh, shit. So you could be, like, out in Moab. This? You could be out in Moab, Utah, and, like, the closest place might be Salt Lake. Bummer, yeah. dude. Yeah. But if you do a Ford Transit, hey, they Ford drive dealer. better, but any Ford dealer can service the Ford Transit. So yes. what's a Ford Transit Connect? The Transit Connect is like the small, small tiny one. one. That's a tiny one. That like we started getting in like 2010, 2011. Focus that like a bunch of yeah, not very good. Yeah, yeah. It has so, like a vertical door in the back. Um, it has it has two like big opening doors. Oh, they slide. The yeah, it's no, like a little slide, small. They, they swing side side yeah. doors. Side doors. Yeah, they're like barn doors in the. Back. Oh, okay, barn doors. All right, yeah. all right. So, but those I've seen people turn those into campers too. But it's just a little. It's not enough space. Kind of small. Super tight. Those are good yeah. for uh, if you're a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or a scuba instructor. Yeah. Something like that. Or Brian. So. Or Brian. Yeah. He'll yeah. camp out of there. They use those one. things as. Uh, Actually, you probably have more space in the Skylark than you would in one of those. Though that thing's gigantic. Yeah, maybe. They oh. use those things as cabs in like Vegas and stuff. I've been in them. No, they're I, really I, rattly. I kind of like the. Mm. You guys are joking, but I do kind of like the Connect. Oh, I've cool. never been in one, but just as like a, they're fine. There's the, little, the newer ones look a little better actually than like better. the original, the original ones. ones. I, and yeah, I just, like, the original it, ones kind of suck. A totally open space inside, you know. So there's it's this like uh, Volkswagen that they sell over overseas called the Touron. It's a cross between a Jetta wagon and a. Oh, it's the high roof thing. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I don't know why they don't sell them here. Do you stand up in it? Epic name. No. Not quite enough. Touron. Yeah, Touron. Wow. Like, like the Amarok that they have over there, too, right? <laughs> By the way, that is the ugliest fucking truck. <laughs> the Amarok? It is so much worse in person. I don't know how. That's, yeah, very, very bad. And it reminds me of that new Mercedes truck concept. Oh, yeah, it looks a lot like Terrible. that. Terrible. I mean, it kind of looks like the Honda one, too. Oh, the original Ridgeliners in person. The, oh, it's awful. Um, are you guys ever bringing grid life to Santa Cruz? Santa I don't know, man. You want to build a racetrack? Yeah, where? If you build a racetrack, maybe. Sonoma. Hey, California. Um, we'll see. It's uh, it's interesting to kind of look at the community versus the Midwest community. It's different, huh? It's different. So, like in a good or bad the first, way, the first foray into the South last year and double the attendance this year. It, it's always just like getting that seed planted, though. That um, is always the the biggest, I guess, the biggest risk. So, yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not going to say no, and I'm really not in a position to say yes or no anyway. That's not really what I do for good life, but um, it's I, definitely it's always been talked about. I guess it's being a harder about. harder sell. So uh, maybe like Southern California or something. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting with Southern California, there's tons of events and people are very reluctant to drive more than an hour, Hmm. do anything. So just because they're so used to having everything right there. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Yeah. You're reaching people from like multiple states. and Yeah. I mean, people people drove from California. Uh Uh-huh. For both our big festival events. So for the one that we had there in Michigan. There's theory about the Californians not wanting to drive Yeah, places. but it's like two, two people, three people. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, It's not not, yeah. not a couple thousand like no, we would yeah. like. But especially was, for spectators. We did have your, we had uh, Ludacris at Atlanta, though. Oh, which was, Luda. Yeah, which was. Did he bring his Acura? He didn't. Oh. I wish he would have. I know. He right. did. Apparently, though, he stole Matt Farah's NSX press car. Oh, that's cool. So Matt brought the Civic Type R instead, huh. which was actually very surprisingly capable. Oh, did you drive it? I didn't drive it. Mm. Um, it was too busy. I did get to drive the M3 that he brought to... Um, oh, the, the blue one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I think it was sweet. But yeah, no time for the Civic Type R this event because I was up announcing and stuff. Um, but we do do this thing, which is a lot of fun. Uh, where he'll actually call in from the Bluetooth during a time attack session and like live announce from the track while he's driving. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, he'll just call me on, you know, yeah. and I'll put him on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> and then you just hold it up to a mic and that's awesome. Wait, Ludacris does this? No, not Ludacris. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. <laughs> what was your uh, attendance at the Southern event? So I don't know the exact numbers because I've been on the road, but yeah. I know it was at least twice what we had last year. Which is so. Ballpark. Probably, probably around like, people. yeah, seventeen. Probably <laughs> like four to six thousand somewhere in there. Okay. So and Atlanta crazy. was more than that, right? Or that is? Oh the, no, or... that was that was yeah. So the way we had it at Gingerman, we had I think seventy five hundred to eight thousand people through the gates okay. each day. Wow. So That's major. Yeah, that for three days. Big event. A lot of so people. it was a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys have seen any like the media assets. That Just have come stuff out of it, on Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, it's um, need to look more into it's it. pretty insane. Adam Jabay and I and Chris and Holly and, you know, my buddy Mike, everybody that's really involved with it, uh, we just work our asses off at the events. And before you know it, it's done. It's really weird. So leading up to the event, you're like, oh, we got tons of time. And then the event starts and you're like, oh, no. And like you're just running around literally for three days with your head on fire. <laughs> and then it stops and you almost have like PTSD yeah. afterwards. Like you'll 
feel like your phone's vibrating or like yeah. you'll or hear you like someone hear calling you on, on the radio something. or something, yeah, yeah. even though you don't even have a radio anymore. <laughs> so it just, it's, it's a bunch of fun though. I hope you guys can make it out to an event sometime. So it's well, fun. We got Brian going on a bus, so mm-hmm. he'll be reporting back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mega bus. I guess so, yeah. uh, might take him a while to get there, but uh, just pack a little, pack a little duffel bag. Yeah, a <laughs> like a couple, bag. couple PB and J's. I don't know if you heard the story about the Skylark, but I, no, I uh, actually. So I rang up Austin. I was gonna after I picked up the Skylark. Yeah, he was gonna come late, by. I was uh-huh. gonna come and crash with him in the ambulance. Yeah, um, and then he, he kept wow. he kept texting me like, oh, we're delayed. We're delayed a little bit so more. <laughs> I, I took Megabus down uh, to Los Angeles, and uh, two buses broke down. Yeah. So it was yeah, I like, remember you kept texting me. I, I was like six hours on. The and side at one point, I was like, "Man, this guy's making shit up now." <laughs> like, <laughs> yep, right. It's crazy, yeah. right? So somebody offered, I forget who it was, uh, to buy me a Megabus ticket. Derek Yarbor. Oh, Derek. Derek came out life. to good life. Yeah. Yeah. Intern Derek. Intern right? Derek, Derek for, yeah. for Slip Angle Show, yeah, and for TrackTeam.com. I'm much more likely to go to Grid Life if I don't have to take Megabus. I will say that. <laughs> you can do great, great on, dude. Yeah. I've take seen, take the Skylark, man. Dude, movies. you could just ride, bitch, on the back of my bike for the next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do. I have a two-person two two tent. <laughs> Dude, why not Skylark it out, bro? Lark it. I don't even know when this event is. I don't you know you, you, yeah, you should just borrow I'm Matt. By just start driving now, and you'll probably get there on time. <laughs> you should just out. borrow Matt Ferrer's Million Mile Lexus. Yeah, there you uh, go. No, I'd be down. He tried to get Skylark. me to drive it to Atlanta, and I was like, that doesn't sound like fun compared to the motorcycle. What about all you guys cruising with me in the Skylark? Mm. Yes. There we go. Do we have a two-man tent Matt still? I'll take Lexus. <laughs> yeah, right. You can drive the... I'll come if, uh, we, if we bring a two-man tent. Yeah, that one. can be, like, from all the old Top Gear stuff, like, hey, if your car Versus, breaks down, yeah. you have to drive the Lexus. Exactly. <laughs> Which actually isn't a bad ride. Yeah, yeah we read we it. it. Yeah. Oh, so, drove yeah. it I drove it to Luft. Nice. From a hotel five miles away. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Did Jason have it or who? who uh, no, Patrick. Jason or Patrick. Patrick. Okay. Know. Okay. It was pretty gross, but yeah. I've slept gross. in the back seat of that thing like for like <laughs> yeah. three or four nights <laughs> while I had it. Lane's well, just terrified of this now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so much worse. Yeah, I, I took it to Bonneville Salt Flats and like slept in the back of it. I, all I know is I, some sunrise I took photos. a shower that morning and I felt dirty when I got to lift. <laughs> It's probably mostly me, dude. It's, it's still, probably it's still there. You're all your grossness. <laughs> man bun. It was like long. I didn't have a man bun at the time. Uh, that was two years ago, man. That was when I just left like the main corporate thing for uh-huh. the first time. Yeah, venturing so, out in the world. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. I'm predicting that... trivia time questions about man buns. I think it's, oh. I think it's that time. Uh-oh. Trivia time. It's trivia time. You didn't sound rusty at all. That sounded like you've been practicing. I was practicing every Hey, Warren, can I do bonus before you start? Absolutely. I have bonus trivia. Yeah. Okay. This is in the new Car and Driver, I believe. Yeah, Car and Driver. Um, They have this whole thing. It's state by state, and it's number of miles of, of roads in the state, and the percentage that are, what is their... Oh, that are in poor condition. Mm-hmm. And then they have a number of bridges and structures, whatever. And then they have the gasoline tax because they're saying, you know, this is how much you spend, basically. So it's like, it's like saying, hey, you spend this much, you should have better roads. Exactly. 
<coughs> Illinois so, is probably the worst. Every California is the worst. California is the worst. Illinois is probably pretty bad. The worst by far. Really? Not surprising. So I just want to do California. California has 195,834 um, miles of road. And what percentage do you think is in poor condition? Oh, and by the way, our, our tax per gallon of gasoline is 38.1 cents, which is, it's definitely, it's not the highest, but it's up there. Like, for example, Washington State is almost 50 cents. They have beautiful oh, okay. roads. But they have good <laughs> roads. And then New York's high. I mean. That makes sense. Um, or the highest it looks like is Minnesota, almost 60 cents. Percentage of the California roads that are in poor do they, condition. Do they give a definition of what poor condition means? They, uh, not I mean, really. It's obvious, but. Yeah, yeah. Not really. I mean, like, yeah, no. Let's right. say what percent? Thirty-eight. That's what I was gonna say. Forty-three. We'll swap it and we'll go eighty-three. Whoa, Whoa that's pretty. That's pretty bad. I don't know. I've been on some pretty crappy roads, like forty-one. Pretty much every road that I can think of is in poor condition. I know, right? We kind of killed it. Fifty um, percent. Okay. Mm. Half the roads are fucked. Half the roads <laughs> are fucked. Really high number. So, the, I mean, it's kind of a hard. It's hard, hard yeah. to compare them because there isn't like. I would think there'd be Perfect a chart, chart where it, it's top to bottom. So what's, we, we have the most fucking cars. Well, what's here. interesting too is well, they're incentivizing well, people to drive vehicles that burn less fuel or no fuel. So where are they expecting to get that tax revenue from? That's a good question. So it's just going to be it's going to be a vicious cycle, man. So it looks like New York is number two. Let's just do that. What do you guys think? What do you guys think New York is? They have less roads than us. They have 114,000 miles. 30%. 20. Wait, they have how many? 114,000 miles? Yeah. But the state is how, like, well, what it, portion it, size of it, California? Yeah, exactly. That's like but four it's, roads. It's more concentrated. Yeah, have you, sure. it's, that's like one of my favorite things. Like, you look at a map of the United States and you look at the grids and it's like the West is like dead. There's nothing yeah. there. Yeah. And the East Coast, like starting from, like, even the Midwest, it's so dense with roads. Yeah. There's oh, so dude, many I roads. rode through so much of it. There was so much of the country out West that is just uninhabited. Yeah. Like, absolutely. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, there's like one road going yeah. Yeah. going through. New right? frontier. Yeah. Uh, I said I said New twenty. York. I'm gonna I'm gonna I think it's like a crazy uh, differential. Forty four. Did you? I'm, I may have missed something here. Did you say that California was the worst? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my sixty so percent. Probably less. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty percent. Yes. <laughs> Ten million. Thirty three point three. Okay. It's uh, I think Warren might have won. It's twenty eight percent. So, but that's, I mean, Not we good. are that much worse and our weather is pretty good for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we have Tahoe and stuff like that, but Probably I don't, not, I don't think those are even the worst roads. So, so yeah, we don't easy. No, where does our money go? Yeah. Where the fuck is that, all, all this dough going? I think it's just a constant cycle. They get done with one part of the road and they have to turn back around and do it again. I know, Golden but that should be even more of a constant cycle in, in bad climates, right? It's uh Yeah. Where they're scraping roads every day. And, yeah. yeah, that's a good call. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, I want to start trivia off with a little um, fact, fun fact maybe. Let's see how fun it is. Mercedes Museum uh, <laughs> talked about their their cars when they were first building kind of mass produced cars. They were 
you had to have a mechanic with you, right? You had to have like a a guy that was lubing the chain and pumping your oil, a riding mechanic. Oil. So did he come stuff. with the car, like a trunk monkey? Well, or you were wealthy enough to buy a car, you could hire this dude. I guess uh, he would start the car and get it going and all that stuff. Um, I'd hire you, Austin. Yeah, I'd, Austin, dude, I'd fit in the trunk perfect. perfectly. You'd make a good riding mechanic. <laughs> so um, many ideas. Dude, three of me can fit in a two-person tent. It's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but there was a car that uh, Mercedes came out with called the Simplex, and oh, yeah. it basically allowed people to be more by themselves in, in driving a car. But these guys who were the first to do it were called Gentleman Drivers, or Herrenfacher. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. Um, they were the, that was the name given to wealthy members of the upper classes who piloted their vehicles themselves instead of employing chauffeurs. They used the automobile as a piece of sports equipment and completed with competed with their peers in races and endurance runs. So I like it. That's essentially the first driving while awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crew, right. right. Turn of the century. This dude, Emil Jelenic, was driving uh, some fancy ass shit as he raced people in Nice and over the Alps and whatnot. He was the guy that his daughter uh, is named Mercedes. Oh. He was the first big investor customer of Mercedes Benz, which which is now Mercedes Benz. They named the com- company after his daughter. Kind of a badass. Basically, the first gentleman driver, a guy that was said, "Fuck your chauffeur. I want to." pilot this thing like why should you have all the fun and raced his friends and stuff with them that's super cool that is a fun fact pretty killer so they had a whole kind of dedicated wing to this era and he was certainly highlighted so that was cool um all right so what was it what was the name that you said again in german herrenfacher all right there you go don't look at me. Helen huh? <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, driving across Europe and back, how many Toyota Priuses did I see? Oh. You saw a bunch in Belgium, I bet. One. Six. Eleven. Fifteen. Zero. Zero. Yes. How many Toyota Camrys did I see? Zero. <laughs> you did already say something about Japanese cars. Oh, yeah, that's true. No Japanese cars. So we say zero. So. But you saw two Subarus. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Zero. Two. Zero. Ah, Toyota, Toyota Tacomas? Zero. Zero. Sure. Zero. <laughs> no way. So the most popular cars in our area for... You know, arguments. Vanigans. <laughs> was is a Toyota Prius, a Camry, and a Tacoma. We don't we don't love that. that. That's the truth, but that's the truth. Especially in Santa Cruz. I mean, fuck. It's like um, majority of the cars. Zero of those cars. How many PT Cruisers did I see in this trip? Oh, Whoa. I hope zero. Two. Well, probably tons. I feel like quirky like the Europeans would probably. <laughs> <laughs> At least 2,000. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at tons. Uh, Brian, <laughs> I'm going to say one. One. 
I saw one PT cruiser right, right. parked in Berlin, and I'm thinking, how did this come to be? <laughs> Why did you not what post happened? that? I knew I Berlin was weird. Did it have a Mercedes badge on it, though? That'd be no, super no. weird if they sold it. Oh, yeah. like a Mercedes <laughs> over yeah. there. Was it fully like, yeah. <laughs> Did it have the wood paint? That was Chrysler. Uh, there were several cars that I saw that were our awful American cars that people were driving happily. Like a Skylark? No, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, yeah. Like, like an older one? Older one? Yeah. yeah a uh, Chrysler, Chrysler Concord. Whoa. Um, what? So random. Concord. Stuff like that. We were thinking, how did this those. guy make the decision? That's an import. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think it's imported from fruit. Detroit. <laughs> I think it's the same thing if you see someone here driving a Citron, and you're like, what the hell happened no, to you? No, because you're like, oh, that's awesome. Well, we are. Yeah. But if, you know... Jane Doe is driving by going, oh my God, what is that? Her name is uh, Jean Doe. <laughs> 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 totally Do. different. Do. Do. <laughs> All right, that's your trivia. Mm. There you go. So, What color was the PT Cruiser? Silver. Of wood? For some reason, no, I thought it was purple. No wood. I pictured it was purple. Hubcaps? Probably. It had Euro side markers and two of them. No, it looked exactly like ours. Warren passed out pretty quickly after seeing it. <laughs> Yellow headlights. I'm just looking at it thinking, you have the option to not go with the PT Cruiser. Well, you went out of your way. People have that option here too, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, but. <laughs> the Midwest is just, that's a car. This, <laughs> that's someone true. had to go out of their way to find one. Yeah. They probably drove like long and far just to buy to pick up <laughs> that thing. Like, oh, I heard there's one in could, some other country somewhere. Could that okay. be like the rarest car in Europe? Maybe. I don't know. I to be fair, I was we stayed in a neighborhood in Berlin called New Cologne, uh, New Cologne, basically, and it's very hipster. It's like a cross mm. between the Mission and the Hate. Okay. Um, people. How many super hip? How many man buns did you see? Many man yeah. buns. <laughs> Seriously, no joke. Mm. Man bun central. People rollerblading. I mean, you name it. Uh, In spandex. Tie, the, tie those two together. Yeah. Man buns and rollerblades. So my point is that hipsters go out of their way to be quirky and weird yeah. and to get that thing that nobody else has. Volvos or, don't work over there for hipsters. Volvos do, but not as well as a PT Cruiser. I mean, are they weird and hip over there? No. Maybe. Maybe. No. Definitely right. very different. Not as, not as weird and hip as a PT Cruiser. It's a whole different, it's a whole different world. Oh, you're yeah, talking about It's yeah. like a different, yeah. uh, game. I guess so. Mm. So there you go. Pontiac yeah. Aztec is probably high on that. Oh, shit. That what about a, like, do we, we should just start buying them all and like exporting them over there for all the hipsters to buy. I was thinking early 2000s Mercury Cougar. How's that for a hipster? Oh, yeah. But the like that's, little that's bubble European. lights a little bit. Yeah. That's European. Is it? Yeah. I think that oh, has Euro... Oh, like world car kind of a deal? Ford angle mm-hmm. going on there. Anyways. It's Jeep Wranglers in Berlin. Yeah. I did see some Jeep Wranglers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they love their Jeeps in Europe. So, like, the Grand Cherokee, I know, is actually somewhat popular over in Europe. Yeah, a lot of huh. diesel, yeah. diesel engines. Mm. A lot of G-Wagons, too. Did you see a lot of Trabants in Berlin? There's yep. a lot of Trabants in Berlin. They rent them, too. There's this Trabant Safari. Yeah, I took, a, I took a... I actually posted it last time I was there. I saw a uh, Trabant lifted with mud tires. Whoa. Holy crap. Wasn't there an old commercial, Levi's commercial, where you can go to Berlin and trade a pair of jeans for a car or something? What? You guys remember that? That does sound familiar. Hmm. Oh, because jeans are worth so much there? And cars aren't... Yeah. Hmm. That was a long time ago, Brian. I think that's a Radwood comment. Oh. That goes back from then. Yeah. You should see if somebody will trade you some Levi's for a car (laughs) to take to Radwood. (laughs) Yeah. 
Mm. Oh, by the way, that's your new challenge. That's your new challenge. Lane, I saw a 944 with a mismatch fender. What? Yeah. Whoa, where's that picture? Was it orange? I was driving. Mm. Red and orange? No, it was black and white. Oh. And not a lot of old Porsches. I'll tell you that right now. It's, uh... That's yeah. why they're buying them all from so us. Two, is it shipping them back? Is it because it's so hard to get them to like pass inspection? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I'm curious to see like, why they don't drive them. many old cars at all. It's super expensive to insure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, I'm curious, like, how many do they export versus like selling to the like oh, domestic they, market I mean, too? Right? Obviously, oh. exported way more. So there's like way fewer. Yeah, by the Porsche Museum and factory, there was a couple transporters full of. New Porsches mm. and like a GT3 looking thing on the top. Mm-hmm. Pretty rad. Something you don't see around Did you here. You see the new GT3 yeah. Touring that they announced? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. Looks Whoa. It's what? a 911 R. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. It's, it's essentially like a new 991 Gen 2 GT3, but without the rear wing. So it's a 911 R. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's got a pop. And it's only a manual transmission. It's yep. wide body. Oh, cool. Yep. yep. Not like a 911. I totally. I, no, I it's not a wide body. No, it isn't. No, because it's a GT3. Touring and thought wagon. Yeah. You know, I thought it was like a shooting brake thing. Pretty sweet, right? 911. They finally made the damn 928 again. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. All right, let's podcast. Austin, thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Good, you guys. good luck with the rest of your adventures. Appreciate it. Soon. Brian, good luck with that video. <laughs> it's, uh, it was Prague. <laughs> <laughs> trade, uh, trade Levi's for a car. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Good night. Later. Good to have you back. <laughs> <laughs>